This is Motor Racing Network Classics, presented by MRN. Teams have been waiting, working hard for the last several months, preparing for this day, the running of the Daytona 500, NASCAR's biggest event. Again, a beautiful afternoon. Temperatures expected about 58 degrees today. Bright, sunny skies all here in Central Florida. And a sold-out crowd here to watch the running of the great American race. Trackside now for the command. And now, race fans, it's time for those most famous words in motorsports. Here to give the command, please welcome our Grand Marshal, 1960 Daytona 500 champion and member of the inaugural class of the NASCAR Hall of Fame, Junior Johnson. Gentlemen, start your engines. Time now for the starting lineup for today's Daytona 500. Brought to you by Wrangler. For unbeatable comfort and value, you can count on Wrangler Jeans Company. Row 22. Michael Walter, Owensboro, Kentucky, the Napa Toyota. Row 21. Bobby Labonte, Corpus Christi, Texas, TaxSlayer.com, Chevrolet. Joe Nemechek, Lakeland, Florida, Toyota Camry. Row 20. Bill Elliott, Dawsonville, Georgia, Woods Brothers, Ford Fusion. Jeff Burton, South Boston, Virginia, Caterpillar Chevrolet. Row 19. Four said, Carlsbad, California, Ford Fusion. Robert Richardson, Jr., McKinney, Texas, Mahindra Tractors, Ford Fusion. Row 18. Sam Warners Jr., Defiance, Ohio, Mobile One Dodge. Travis Quaffle, Janesville, Wisconsin, extends Ford. Row 17. Robbie Gordon, Orange, California, driving Monster Energy Toyota. John Andretti, Indianapolis, Indiana. Window World Cares, St. Jude Children's Research Hospital, Ford. Row 16. Paul Menard, Eau Claire, Wisconsin, Menard's Ford Fusion. Max Pappas, Morrisville, North Carolina, Geico, Toyota. Row 15. Scott Speed, Manteca, California, Red Bull, Toyota. Mike McDowell from Glendale, Arizona, Prison Motorsports, Toyota. Row 14. Mike Bliss, Milwaukee, Oregon, Wave Energy Drink, Chevrolet. Carl Edwards, Columbia, Missouri, Aflac Ford. Row 13. Brad Keslowski, Rochester Hills, Michigan, Penske Dodge Charger. Denny Hamlin, Chesterfield, Virginia, FedEx, Toyota. Row 12. Matt Kenseth, Cambridge, Wisconsin, Crown Royal Ford. Greg Biffle, Vancouver, Washington, 3M Ford Fusion. Row 11. Brian Vickers, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, Red Bull, Toyota. Jeff Gordon, Charlotte, North Carolina, DuPont Chevrolet. Row 10. David Rudeman, Zephyrils, Florida, Aaron's Dream Machine, Toyota Camry. David Reagan, Unadella, Georgia, UPS Ford. Row 9. Marcus Ambrose, Tasmania, Australia, Kroger.com, Toyota. Ryan Newman, South Bend, Indiana, U.S. Army Chevrolet. Row 8. Joey Legano, Middletown, Connecticut, Home Depot, Toyota. AJ Allmendinger, San Jose, California, Best Buy, Ford. Row 7. Martin Truex Jr., Mayetta, New Jersey, Napa Auto Parts, Toyota. Jamie McMurray, Joplin, Missouri, Bass Pro Shops, Chevy Impala. Row 6. Elliott Sadler, Emporia, Virginia, Stanley Ford. Regan Smith, Cato, New York, Furniture Row, Chevrolet. And now, the top 10 starters. Starting 10th. Kurt Busch, Las Vegas, Nevada, Miller Lite, Dodge. Starting 9th. Clint Boyer, Emporia, Kansas, Cheerios, Hamburger Helper, Chevrolet. Starting 8th. Juan Pablo Montoya, Bogota, Colombia, Target, Chevy. Starting 7th. Kyle Busch, Las Vegas, Nevada, M&M's, Camry. Starting 6th. Tony Stewart, Columbus, Indiana, Office Depot, Old Spice, Chevrolet. Starting 5th. Kevin Harvick, Bakersfield, California, Shell, Pennzoil, Chevrolet. Starting 4th. 
Casey Kane, Enumclaw Washington, Budweiser Ford. Starting third. Jimmy Johnson, El Cajon, California, Lowe's Chevrolet. Starting second. Dylan Hart Jr., Mooresville, North Carolina. Amp Energy, National Guard, Chevrolet. And starting on the pole. Mark Martin, Batesville, Arkansas. GoDaddy.com, Chevrolet. That's the 43 starters for today's Daytona 500. Brought to you by Wrangler. For unbeatable comfort and value, you can count on Wrangler Jeans Company. And as we told you, 11 drivers failed to make the starting grid. They include Casey Mears, Todd Bodine, David Gilliland, and Terry Cook. Also failing to make the starting lineup, Derek Cope, Eric Almarola, Dave Blaney, Reed Sorensen, Mike Wallace, Norm Benning, and Jeff Fuller. Barney, as Clint Boyer said at the top of our broadcast this afternoon, it is very special just to be in the Daytona 500. It is that. And a lot of guys that had to go back up the road, they'll be watching and listening to this race today. Cars are already on the racetrack. They'll make probably about three laps before they put them under green here this afternoon in the Daytona 500. So why don't we take a minute and swing around the racetrack, bring in three more voices. That'll be covering the action for us this afternoon out on the speedway. Over in turns one and two from Barry, Vermont, let's go to Dave Moody. Thank you, Barney Hall. Good afternoon, everybody. On a glorious day here at the exit of turn number two at the World Center of Racing at long last, after a week and a half of trying shirt sleeve weather, just in time for the Great American Race. The tail of the tape here and turns one and two at Daytona. 31 degrees of banking, nearly four stories tall, three lanes wide. They can make it four wide in an emergency, but it's not recommended. We'll see these drivers picking their drafting partners as they slam into the 31-degree banking, try to find someone that can help them fight their way to the front of the pack. They'll pick the right partner and go forward. Pick the right one. They'll go back in a hurry. At the head of the field, well, the pace car of all pace cars, Junior Johnson's old Chevrolet, the number 26 Daytona Beach Kennel Club machine getting a big ovation from some of the thousands of fans situated on the backstretch or super stretch grandstand here at the World Center of Racing. That's where we'll watch it today from high atop the Sunoco Tower at the exit of turn number two as we get set to turn it loose in the Great American Race for 2010. Now let's go to the other end of the Daytona Super Stretch. Atlanta, Georgia's Mike Bagley. Thank you, Dave Mooney. Good afternoon, everyone. Dave talks about all the partnerships that develop in turns one and two. And here on the Super Stretch, it's all about the execution of those maneuvers. You want to gather as much drafting help as possible. You want as many people lined up behind you when you step out of line so you can propel your way to the front. But if you step out of line and nobody goes with you, you may lose 5, 10, 15 positions in one whole lap at Daytona. And that's something you don't want as we get down into the later stages of the Great American Race. I'll watch it unfold from a platform on the inside at the end of the back straightaway. When they race by me, they had best be back in double wide formation as they climb the 31 degrees of banking in turn number three and race into the view of Jeff Striegel of Byron Center, Michigan. Thank you, Mike. Good afternoon, everybody. The banking, as you just pointed out, in turns three and four, well, it's the same as one and two, 31 degrees. Drafting, just as important here as it is on the super stretch. You've got to have somebody lined up with you if you're going to go to the front. Now, the trouble spot most of the week has been just off turn number four. It narrows up. The drivers run out of racing room, and just a tap can send one car into the start of a multi-car accident, and that would end the dream of winning the Daytona 500. But it's also a place where careers have been changed and dreams have come true with those dramatic last lap final turn passes that lead to a win in the great American race. And I think we're going to see one of those this afternoon. And as I turn and look toward the start-finish line, there is an empty seat here in Daytona. I'll watch it unfold from my spot. High atop turn four inside the Sunoco Tower. 
Today's broadcast of the Daytona 500 is brought to you under exclusive radio rights granted by Daytona International Speedway to MRN Radio solely for the private, non-commercial use of our listening audience. Any publication, reproduction, or other use of the description and accounts of this event without the express written consent of the Motor Racing Network is prohibited. It's been a rowdy week of practice here at Daytona International Speedway with crashes dating back to last week leading up to the Gatorade duel. Jeff Gordon, Jeff Burton, Michael Waltrip all going to the rear because they had to pull out backup cars. A.J. Allmendinger and Carl Edwards going to the rear. They performed engine changes before the start of the great American race. So a couple of guys that uh, we know will be threats to win here today will have a lot of work to do to get up to the front of the field. Let's take a quick swing down pit road and see what the plan of action is there. Winston Kelly, what are they saying? How long will we go before we see some pit stops? Uh, I think the first run you're going to see somewhere between 37 and 40 laps. We're hearing 38 to 42 and with these pace laps and guys are going to be a little bit conservative so they can get an accurate fuel reading under these conditions. I think the other thing is getting in and off of pit road smoothly. you got to be quick but you got to be smooth. If you lose a lot of positions on pit road, yeah, you can make it up but we found out that that outside line doesn't go quite as strong as the inside line so I think there's a lot of pressure on these pit crews here to get their driver out early or smooth and first. Alex? Uh, Winston, one of the things we're going to keep a close eye on down here on the midsection of the pit lane is the changing weather conditions from what we saw basically all week in practice especially yesterday in final practice for the Sprint Cup Series. We had cool temperatures, heavy overcast skies and a brisk breeze blowing. Today, bright sunshine, blue sky guys and very warm temperatures compared to what we've seen so it's going to be paramount the communication between the crew chief and the driver and then the crew chief to the team to make sure they get the proper adjustments made here on the pit lane. Preston Root. Part of the strategy of the Daytona 500 is pit stops. Where you pit along pit road when the drivers come off of the banking 31 degrees and turn four they'll come onto pit road. Speed limit is 55 miles an hour down pit road. The very first stall at pit entry is Jeff Gordon. That was his number one pick for a pit stall. Jeff Gordon will pit there that is going to be a key of getting the 24 Chevrolet out in front of some of the other guys. Pit selection, always important at Daytona. The Ford Mustang pace car brings the field into turn number four. They're getting set to go this afternoon. 500 miles, 200 laps will make up the total distance in the 52nd running of the Daytona 500. Outdoor care to home and auto repair. Do it with Craftsman. Find the tools, equipment, and storage you need at your local Lowe's, Ace Hardware, or Craftsman.com. The NASCAR season is here, and Toyota Racing is looking for clashers. Did you clash at the Coliseum with your favorite Toyota drivers? Clashing with the HOA who won't let you carve bell number 20 into your lawn. Or maybe your Tyler Reddick shirt clashed with your pants while meeting the in-laws. If you're a clasher, then we want you. Be part of the action at toyota.com slash racing. Toyota, let's go places. NASCAR is a registered trademark of National Association for Stock Car Auto Racing, Inc. Up front, all Hendrick Motorsports, Mark Martin and Dale Earnhardt Jr., followed by Jimmy Johnson and Casey Kane in the Budweiser Ford. 
We're getting ready to get with it. And for the call, the start of the Daytona 500, MRN Radio's Barney Hall. 43 of the world's best drivers, more than 30,000 horsepower, about to be unleashed in the Great American Race, the Daytona 500. Get set for three and a half hours of raw racing excitement. They head for turn one. Here they come, side-by-side, pace car formation as they come up through the gears and get that tachometer up into the red zone. Mark Martin, Dale Earnhardt Jr., side-by-side, inches apart into the 31-degree banking. Nobody gets the advantage as they race to the Daytona Superstrike. A couple of Chevrolets pacing the way up front. Mark Martin, Dale Earnhardt Jr., side-by-side. Behind them, Jimmy Johnson's to the inside of Casey Kane, and then the outside lane begins to break up just a tad. All the love and all the help is downstairs. Mark Martin goes to the lead in turn three. In lockstep formation, here they come for the first time off turn number four, the Daytona 500, and Mark Martin wants to lead it. Junior, second line, he's working the outside, back around four. Kevin Harvick back in the third spot, already looking down to the inside for a chance to make a pass, but first he has to deal with Dale Earnhardt Jr. to his outside. Casey Kane on the high side of the racetrack, and here comes Kyle Busch to the inside for fifth. Side-by-side battle, the furthest one to the front is for third. It's Harvick down low, Dale Jr. up high, then inside and out, Kyle Busch and Casey Kane, Clint Boyer and Tony Stewart, ten rows deep of drafting hill. The traffic jam begins to stack up from third on back. You've got Jimmy Johnson now that is broken free. He'll grab second. He'll dive to the inside of Kevin Harvick, who's side-by-side with Dale Earnhardt Jr. for third. They continue that battle in three. Kevin Harvick giving a big boost to Jimmy Johnson. Johnson goes second. Mark Martin is the lead. The battle is for fourth. Harvick works the inside. To his outside is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Kevin Harvick's had a strong race car in everything he's run here this weekend. Right now, he's flexing his muscles, trying to get outside and move around, pick up third place as they go off to turn number one, make that second place. Dale Earnhardt Jr., Kyle Busch, and Casey Kane, they're having a pretty good tussle back there from fifth on back. Dale Jr. climbs to the penthouse one more time. He's wrestled third away from Kevin Harvick. Now he wants the number two spot. He's going after Jimmy Johnson. Now the outside lane has the rack together. It was scarce in the first couple of laps, and now all the drafting help begins to shift topside. Matter of fact, that's where Mark Martin goes. He'll jump in line in front of Dale Earnhardt Jr. Oh, Jr. just nails him. Gives him a huge shove as they race back to the corner. Pump drafting here in Daytona, and it comes very early. Mark Martin getting the bump draft from Dale Jr. Jr. now goes second. Casey Payne is third. The battle's going to be from fourth on back. Yeah, that bump drafting already starting early in the race and among teammates as Jr. got right up there behind Mark Martin. Jr. actually used some drafting help from Ford driver Casey Kane behind. Now the three of those are trying to break away. They are nose to tail about a car length ahead of a side-by-side battle for fourth. Jimmy Johnson inside on Tony Stewart. Give the spot to Jimmy. He's going to sneak a nose to the inside of Casey Kane for the number three position. In fact, he'll sneak a fender out in front. Ford and Chevy begin to stack up there, wheel to wheel, halfway up the super stretch. Now Kane will slide around. He'll grab third. Stewart goes to fourth. Here's Juan Pablo Montoya and Johnson for fifth. The outside line really rolling now crossover move. Casey Kane from the top to the bottom, maybe to the lead. Kane down low. Mark Martin to his outside. It's Casey Kane this time off four. Casey Kane made a daring move coming off turn number four. I believe it's going to pay off. Might be a dead heat here at the start finish line. Nope. Mark Martin's going to lead it by just about a foot, but Casey hangs on to second place. I don't think he's through, though. He's not about to give up. He wants that lead. 
He's got Tony Stewart right in the rumble seat as they hit the banking at turn number one, and that's going to shove Casey back to the inside of Mark Martin. Casey Kane in the Ford. Martin, Chevrolet, wheel to wheel, side by side, off two. And behind them, Tony Stewart, new taker in the low lane. He will shift lanes, dive to the inside of the racetrack, and now it's Stewart and Earnhardt side by side for third. Four more rows of double wide racing up front and still wheel to wheel for the lead. Kevin Harvick is in this mix. Elliot Sadler is right there. Martin Truex Jr. and Kyle Busch up front though it is wheel to wheel Ford and Chevrolet Kane and Martin Kane's getting some drafting help from Tony Stewart the two of them had a nearly photo finish in one of the qualifying races here on Thursday afternoon now they're helping one another working down to the inside of Mark Martin and Dale Earnhardt Jr. heading to one Casey Kane with the lead by about a footstep last time across the start finish line but Martin hanging tough right there there are about 15 rows stacked two wide all the way to the top of the banking at the front Kane and Martin pace lap formation again side by side 10 15 maybe even 18 rows here on the super stretch at daytona it's casey kane the man that occupies the lane down low mark martin topside each of them with a ton of drafting help down low is going to be tony stewart and jimmy johnson and kevin harvick on the top side for mark martin it's dale earnhardt jr juan pablo montoya and elliot sadler all lending that drafting help kind of hard to tell who's got the best car or strongest car up at the front of the field as they hit the line with mark martin pulling away now by a couple of car lengths there are about 24 cars still up in that lead draft, and then it breaks off a little bit and spreads out back in the field from about midway on back where Regan Smith and Jeff Gordon. Jeff Gordon's moved up a lot of spots, Dave. He's up to 27. He's picked his way forward quite nicely. He's got Denny Hamlin in his rearview mirror. They're about to gain ground and catch up with the tail end of that lead draft. Right now, Jeff Gordon is towards the tail end of the field. He is down to the inside, not taking any chances, trying to get to the front. Three wide mid-pack. Kurt Busch to the inside of Marcus Ambrose, to the inside of Jamie McMurray. They'll settle it out as Kurt Busch will slip in just to the inside of Brian Vickers up front. They are once again wheel to wheel. This time, though, it's Dale Earnhardt Jr. going to the front. Jr. gets a lot of drafting help in the outside lane as they come charging back through the tri-oval, going after Mark Martin, who's all by himself, about a car length out in front of his drafting help, which would be Casey Kane. The battle for the lead continues. Back to Closing in on the back bumper of Mark Martin, Casey Kane. He dives up the racetrack. Got a little bit tight coming into the corner. Juan Pablo Montoya gave him room trouble. Couple of cars spinning. Regan Smith is into the wall. Kurt Busch is into the wall. Jeff Gordon threads the needle through on the apron. Denny Hamlin goes to the grass as well. Sam Hornish Jr. gets a piece of that action as everybody ducks and dodges. Here's Mike Bliss getting turned around now in the back of the pack. And Brad Keselowski badly damaged on the right-hand side of that Penske Dodge. Multi-car incident breaking out midway between turns one and two. We see our first service master clean caution of the day coming out in turn two. Kyle Larson brings his Chevy four tires to Noco Racing Fuel. From fueling NASCAR champions on the track for over 20 years to innovating 94 octane, the highest octane on the market. Performance is what Sunoco does. All Sunoco fuel at the pump meets the same top tier standards as the fuel used in NASCAR. Here for Ryan Blaney, four tires with Sunoco fuel. From the track to your tank, you can trust Sunoco to help your vehicle perform at its peak. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. 
See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Here's the Ford Mustang on pit road. The field coming back to the green flag at Daytona. It's Martin Martin and Dale Earnhardt Jr. on the front row. Martin with drafting help from Juan Pablo Montoya and Elliot Sadler. It'll be Kevin Harvick lined up on the outside row as they work their way up the banking of turn one. Inside lane will get the advantage. Mark Martin scoots away to a car length lead over Dale Earnhardt Jr. Montoya now to the inside on Earnhardt. That'll be the battle for the number two spot. Kevin Harvick not quite close enough to Earnhardt to give him the drafting help off turn two. Montoya trying to grab sole possession of the number two spot and now the outside lane begins to kick in just a tad. Although Montoya bails out of the bottom lane. He'll go topside. He gets a huge run. One Pablo Montoya goes to the lead of the Daytona 500. Mark Martin's going to drift back maybe all the way to third. Now he starts to rally that inside line back, but he's going to have to try to run down the target Chevrolet. It's Juan Pablo Montoya this time off turn four. Juan Pablo made it look easy going off into turn number three to get around up there and take the lead. Here comes Earnhardt. Dives all the way to the bottom of the racetrack. Makes a quick move. Gets a lot of drafting help as they go back to turn one. Kevin Harvick's giving him a lot of drafting help over the turn two. Harvick gives him the shove into turn number one. Lets him go, and that's plenty for Dale Jr. to take over the number number one position. Here comes the Amp Energy. National Guard Chevrolet, Dale Earnhardt Jr., the new leader. All by uh, all out in front, all by himself right now. Three car lengths in hand for Dale Jr. Starts on the bottom, then moves topside. He sees the freight train coming. He blocks it for now, but Montoya will climb even higher in the banking. Dale Jr. is going to run right smack dab in the middle of the racetrack with Kevin Harvick working to his inside, Montoya to his outside, but they're not close enough. Once again, Jr. leads on the battle for second. Dale Earnhardt Jr. brings him back into the trioval, taking over the lead here at lap 14, and a huge cheer goes up from the crowd. The battle now for the second spot. Brad Keselowski, another one of those drivers, already in the garage with Brian Nelson. Joe, he's climbed out of the Penske Dodge. Brad, did you see any of that coming? Uh, you know, I came off a of turn four and uh, felt something was wrong, but by the time he could slow down and get out of traffic, you know, it, it just too late. It, uh, it, it blew out in front of everybody. Uh, Looking at what's left of the tire carcass there, um, for sure ran over something. So I don't think there's anything wrong with the Goodyear tires. But, uh, you know, awesome Penske Dodge Charger. You come down here for, you know, two weeks and uh, you, you, you do everything you can. You polish on it, you rub on it, and make it the best race car you can. And my guys did that. And we got seven laps and uh, blew out a tire. Uh, you know, it's really disappointing. All you can really ask for in these races is to have an opportunity to compete. And we didn't even get an opportunity. So. Uh, thankfully, there's 34 other races in the year, and uh, we'll focus on California. All right, Brad Keselowski out of the Penske Dodge. Guys, they're working on it. They're going to try to get it back out. It's early in the race. You may see the Penske Dodge back on the track, but it's going to be way back. Brad Keselowski in the garage area right now. Field rolls off turn number two, heads into the back chute. They're chasing Dale Earnhardt Jr. He's looking real good right now as they head off to turn three. He is very strong right now, Barney, and they are lined up at the back door. Juan Pablo Montoya in second. Now they're stacked up behind them, side by side for third. A couple of Teammates Kevin Harvick working to the inside, Clint Boyer to the outside. Then you've got Elliot Sadler and Kurt Busch. Good run off turn four for Kevin Harvick. He'll draw even with Juan Pablo Montoya. Matt Kenseth in that pack as well, working down to the inside lane, trying to chase down Dale Earnhardt Jr. He, Ryan Newman, and Elliot Sadler trying to hook up. They'll get some assistance from Jamie McMurray, who has come to the front of the field here early in the race. They're going to shove Kevin Harvick up that inside lane, and here comes Harvick. He's going to go for the lead on the inside of Dale Earnhardt. 
Earnhardt Jr. Drafting help from Elliott Sadler. Jr. with help from Montoya. They continue side by side onto the back straightaway. One driver not in that mix is Mark Martin. He has fallen all the way to the tail end of the lead draft. Up front, though, Harvick wants to take the lead of the 500, but he's going to need a whole lot more drafting help to get it done. He's got Elliott Sadler lined up right behind him, along with Ryan Newman, along with Matt Kenseth. This time, maybe not quite so quick off turn four as left, left, left. Hart Jr. continues to lead. Dale Jr. proved that he can run in the low line. He can also run good in that outside lane. He's pulled away a little bit out there where he is right now. And Dave, he doesn't need he'd be great to win this race, but what they're trying to do is get Earnhardt to where he can run top five and top ten on a consistent basis right now. He looks good. Yeah, he sure does, Barney. After the year they had last year, getting him in a position to contend on a weekly basis is job number one. He's a contender here early, but Kevin Harvick's got a better idea. Yeah, Dale Earnhardt Jr. is in a great position right now. He is on the outside lane of the racetrack, but feeling pressure for the lead. Here's Kevin Harvick. He'll dive to the inside of turn three. And Dale Earnhardt Jr. once again will climb the banking all the way to the top. Kevin Harvick pins that Chevrolet of his right down on the bottom, and he's got a good run. He'll draw even for the race for the lead. Is headed back to the strike. Elliot Sadler pulls up behind Kevin Harvick down to the inside lane, while to the outside it's Juan Pablo and Clint Boyer trying to help out Jr. They'll push Jr. right up alongside Harvick for the lead. Dale Earnhardt Jr. where he likes to be in that outside lane, but in years past, we've seen him much higher to the outside. Snuggle right up against the safer barrier. He's about a car width further down from the usual E lane, but it's enough to keep him in contention right now. Kevin Harvick, new leader, comes to the back straightaway, looks into his rearview mirror, and sees the Ford contingent getting their act together. They are lined up right behind him. Elliott Sadler is there. Casey Kane right there in second and fifth. And they're going to have to race the Chevrolets of Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Juan Pablo Montoya. Then you've got Kurt Busch, but it's Kevin Harvick this time. Off turn number four, headed back to the strike. Fans are getting their nickels worth early in the Daytona 500 here this afternoon. All kinds of action up at the front of the field. Kevin Harvick has served notice again, as we said a moment ago. He's got a very strong race car. He has the lead. He's got plenty of drafting help from Elliott Sadler. But they're calling in Casey Kane to help Dale Earnhardt Jr. and one Pablo Montoya in turn two. King Richard Petty's got himself some fast race cars here in the early going. Elliott Sadler, who nearly run, won this race a year ago, he's battling for second. Right behind him, his teammate Casey Kane. Everyone, though, in hot pursuit of Kevin Harvick. Harvick starting to leg it out just a tad. Two car lengths, maybe even three the advantage over where traffic begins to jam up. Sadler to the inside of Earnhardt for second. Casey Kane is downstairs. Clint Boyer, who had been running topside, he's come down now. He'll tuck in line right behind Casey Kane as a top two, maybe the top three try to get away. Haven't mentioned Jimmy Johnson in a while, the defending series champion. Kind of mid-pack, taking it easy. Jimmy started up close to the front of the field in third. Right now he's riding back in about the 15th position. Doesn't seem too anxious right now, Dave. No, not right now, Joe. We've seen this out of Jimmy many, many times. He'll come to the front when he feels like it's time to test himself. At the front right now, Kevin Harvick, Elliott Sadler, Dale Earnhardt Jr., and Casey now things settle down among the front four. It is a four-car breakaway up front, but they are stacked up for fifth. Juan Pablo Montoya now will grab the spot. He gets some drafting help from Kurt Busch, and now behind them, David Rudiman and Clint Boyer wheel-to-wheel. That's the battle for the seventh spot right in front of them, though. Kurt Busch isn't done. He dives to the inside of Juan Pablo Montoya, trying to pick up that spot. He's got a good run. He'll try to draw even with Casey Kane. Yeah, hell up. Just put 20 laps on the scoreboard. We're back at the Daytona 500, watching some good racing at the front of the field and also back in the middle of the pack right now. 
a breakaway of three cars, Kevin Harvick, Elliott Sadler, and Dave Booty, I guess the most anxious driver up in that top three, Kurt Busch. A couple of times we've seen him pull out, but there's nobody behind to draft with him right now. He better stay where he is. There's no doubt he's got a very good car, Barney. The minute they hit the banking, he sucks up onto the back bumper of Elliott Sadler's Ford like there's no tomorrow, but with no drafting help, that's all he can do. Three-car breakaway up front, Kevin Harvick, Elliott Sadler, and Kurt Busch. Then about five car lengths back to Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Juan Pablo Montoya. Matter of fact, Montoya feels pressure from Rudiman, who feels pressure from Tony Stewart. Tony's going to climb the backing and go after David, and he may get it done before he gets done with turn number four, because he's got drafting help up there. Smoke looks in the rearview mirror. Martin Truex Jr. is right there. Here they come back to the start-finish line. Kevin Harvick has the lead. They're battling for second now. Kurt Busch and Elliott Sadler. Busch will get the advantage as they cross the line. couple of drivers you'd think that would be up near the front. Pole sitter Mark Martin and Denny Hamlin are deep in the pack right now. Also, Carl Edwards seems to be struggling. Winston, what's going on with Mark and Denny? Well, Mark just kind of got caught in the middle on the three-wide battle. He doesn't have fresh tires either. He didn't come in on lap nine like the rest of them. But he just got caught in the middle, got shuffled back, and he's not in any hurry to get back to the front. Danny Hamlin came down pit road one lap later than everybody else. He went through the grass, as Dave Moody talked about during that last accident. They didn't have any damage to the car, but starting in the back of the pack, he hasn't been strong enough to work his way back to the front. And again, just exercising some patience in that FedEx Toyota. Preston, what about Carl Edwards? Carl Edwards came in on that last round of pit stops, Joe, at nine, but then he pitted about four laps later. He had his water temperature going up. They wanted to check the front grill. A little bit of grass run up in that grill. They cleaned that out. Temperature's back down on Carl Edwards' Ford, and he's back on the track. Carl running back in the field, uh, currently 32nd. Denny Hamlin back in the 29th position, and Mark Martin is now in 26th. Tell you who's moving up uh, very slowly but surely, just picking the times he wants to pass somebody is Tony Stewart. You look up one time, and Tony's back there in eighth. You look up another lap, and all of a sudden he's up in fifth, and that's where he is right now. That three-car breakaway continues up in turns three and four. The rest of the field losing ground up there. Yeah, they are indeed because Kevin Harvick and Bush and Sadler are trying to run away from Montoya. And when Montoya looks behind the Barney, there's that guy you're talking about, Tony Stewart. Tony Stewart in the fifth position right behind Juan Pablo Montoya. Then it's Dale Earnhardt Jr., Brian Vickers, and Marcus Ambrose moving up. That is, David Rudiman should be in the tenth position. And after that, it's all double file. Jimmy Johnson on the outside lane. He's got the high groove of going against Martin Truex Jr. Truex, who's been quietly very, very happy with his car all week long. He does away with Johnson and goes after Rudiman. Martin Truex Jr., though, with limited drafting help, will begin to fall back to the field as Rudiman goes by. Jimmy Johnson and Casey Kane all make the pass finally. Truex climbs in line right in front of Robbie Gordon. And that's going to leave Joey Logano all by himself working that inside group. And now here comes David Reagan to the rescue. Marcus Ambrose now bails from the top to the bottom, but very few takers downstairs. It's going to be interesting to see if Tony Stewart, with a little drafting help, and running single file right now with Juan Pablo Montoya can run down the top three. Dave, normally if they'll stay single file, they'll pick up a little speed. Yeah, I think that's probably what they're exactly trying to do right now, Barney, because everybody's settled down a little bit. They've tucked in on the back bumper of Juan Pablo Montoya going single file, and as quick as I say that, here's Brian Vickers diving low on Dale Earnhardt Jr. A Red Bull Toyota to the inside of Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s Chevrolet. Vickers with no drafting help. He'll start to lose ground. 
Jr., Boyer, and Rudiman all complete the pass, and Bicker still gets no love down low. Jimmy Johnson is upstairs, and so is Casey Kane. Brian Bicker's all by himself down low, and that's not going to work. Here comes Clint Boyer. He'll lead that battle in that seventh spot. Here he comes back to the start-finish line. Clint Boyer again in the seventh position, trying to hook up with a few other cars and closing on the front three. Junior directly ahead. Rudiman just behind. Then comes Jimmy Johnson. That's a pretty good pack of traffic right there. Uh, Joey Logano still trying to find himself a place in that outside lane to tuck in. Nobody giving it to him. Brian Vickers trying to move by on the outside. Lined up behind him, Martin Truex Jr. and Roddy Gordon. That is for a position just outside of the top 10 for 11th now as they race up the super stretch. Further up, change for fourth. Tony Stewart drops to the inside off turn number two. Down to the inside he goes and he'll complete the pass on Juan Pablo Montoya. He's got a long way to go to catch the tail end of the Ford of Elliott Sadler though. Probably 25 car lengths separate the top three. Back to Tony Stewart and now a new fifth place runner. That's Dale Earnhardt Jr. Yeah, the field getting kind of sprung out right now. It'd be a good time for us to take a look at how the whole field is running. Kevin Harvick is the leader. Kurt Busch is second. Elliott Sadler's third and Tony Stewart's fourth and fifth is Earnhardt Jr. Juan Pablo Montoya very strong car. He is sixth. Clint Boyer seventh. David Ruderman eighth. Jimmy Johnson's dropped back to ninth. Casey Kane is 10th. Joey Logano's just taken over 11th. Brian Vickers is in 12th. A.J. Allmendinger, 13th, with Martin Truex, 14th, and Robbie Gordon now running in 15th. 16th is David Reagan, 17th, Ryan Newman. Matt Kenseth runs 18th, Jamie McMurray, 19th, and Kyle Busch is 20th. Take a break from that right now. A heck of a scramble for the lead over in turn three. Miller Lite Dodge, Kurt Busch diving to the bottom of the racetrack all by himself. How strong is this car? Well, it's pretty strong. He's going for the lead with no drafting help at all. Right up alongside Kevin Harvick, and now the car behind him, Elliott Sadler, crosses over, falls in behind Kurt Busch to help push him across the line, but he still has not gone by Kevin Harvick. The Blue Deuce got by Elliott Sadler for second spot all by himself. He's going to try and do the same now for the lead. Eking out to that inside lane. Puts a wheel up on Kevin Harvick. Job's still not done, though. Harvick stays right there. Side by side for the lead off turn two. And that is music to the ears of those from fourth on back. The more those leaders race side by side, it allows drivers like Tony Stewart and Dale Earnhardt Jr. and others to catch up. Still wheel the wheel for the lead in three. And right again, just like it was last lap, Bush downstairs. Harvick topside. Sadler going with Kevin Harvick this time. That may be enough. Kevin Harvick back to the point. Now all three of those cars up at battling for first, second, and third know that the door-to-door racing is going to allow the rest of the field to catch them here in just a moment. In fact, right now, Tony Stewart is less than maybe four or five car lengths from joining that battle at the front of the field in turn two. They continue to shuffle the deck. Elliott Sadler went to the outside, stepped lively around Kurt Busch, moved Sadler to the number two position, Bush to third, then side-by-side, just five car lengths back, Tony Stewart on the outside of Dale Jr. Dale Jr. has been trying the inside line, trying to get around Tony Stewart for the last couple of laps. Cannot get the job done. He'll back away, fall back in line. Junior will keep the fifth spot with Boyer and Rudiman in hot pursuit in sixth and seventh. Right behind them, Jimmy Johnson, Casey Kane, side-by-side battle with A.J. Allmendinger and Juan Pablo Montoya. Further up, the battle for second is on once again. Bush looking to the inside of Sadler. But Kevin Harvick hangs on to the lead. A few moments ago, we gave it the top 20. Let's go further into the field on the AutoZone leaderboard. Currently in 21st is Marcus Ambrose. Running in 22nd, Jeff Gordon, Paul Menard. 
Bernard, 23rd. Bobby Labonte, 24th. And Ryan Newman, 25th. Michael Waltrip runs in 26th. Denny Hamlin, 27th. Carl Edwards has moved up to 28th with Mark Martin, 29th. And Jeff Burton, 30th. In 31st is Scott Speed. John Andretti is 32nd. Robert Richardson, 33rd. 34th, Travis Quaffle. Bill Elliott's 35th. Joe Nemechek, 36th. 37th position, Boris Said. Mike Bliss is 38th. 39th is Max Pappas, and 40th is Michael McDowell. Three cars out of the race, Brad Keselowski, Regan Smith, and Sam Hornish, Jr. Kurt Busch has taken the lead from A.J. Allmendinger in the Daytona 500, and we're seeing some more pit stops. Winston Kelly. Last lap, lap 48. Michael Waltrip came in, got four tires and fuel on his Toyota. Lap 45, Clint Boyer came in. His car a little bit loose. They made a chassis adjustment. Return him to the racetrack. Expect more cars this time around. How about in front of you, Alex? It was all Michael Waltrip racing the last lap. Winston, along with Waltrip, the boss. You had JTG Doherty's of Mar uh, Marcus Ambrose on the pit lane. Half round down on the left rear. Four fresh tires. Car two free in the middle of the corners. Also, Martin Trix Jr. said the car is just a tick loose. Needs more front grip to Preston Root. David Ruderman has made a steady climb into the top 10. He reports that that car is good. He's been quiet on the radio. David Ruderman came in and made a four-tire stop. Also took on Sunoco Racing Fuel. Max Pappas, with damage on the front of that car, took on four tires and fuel. Casey Kane comes in, hits his marks perfectly. The fuel can goes in. They're going to go around to the right side. It'll be four tires for Casey Kane. Also, Kyle Busch in a glass, a cup of water in the window driver's net. Also, four tires for Casey Kane. David Reagan in. Now to Alex Hayes. And cars in the midsection include Jimmy Johnson, Scott Speed, Kevin Harvick, all of them with four fresh Goodyears, Sunoco Racing Fuel. Kevin Harvick on the radio said to his crew chief, Gil Martin, he's never been this loose here before at Daytona. Scott Speed said the car too tight in the middle. They want to take a close look at the Goodyear tires. The race is off pit road under green to Winston Kelly. A.J. Allmendinger, a little bit tight for his liking. He comes in just behind Kurt Busch. Leaves just the same way. Kurt Busch, just a tweak on a track bar. He's been overall very satisfied with this car. Tony Stewart, a little bit tight. They made a track bar adjustment. Return his office depot, Old Spice. Chevrolet to the racetrack, and Elliott Sadler with a strong run for that Richard Petty Motorsports team. He, too, on lap number 54, tires and fuel. Preston? Joey Logano's been struggling with a little bit of a tight condition. They're going to go around, make an air pressure adjustment on the right-hand side. Now the left-side tires. A little bit of a wedge adjustment for Joey Logano as that Toyota gets fueled up with the second can. A couple of more stops happening in front of Winston Kelly. Three of them on this end. Jeff Burton's completing a four-tire stop further up pit road. It's Robbie Gordon and further down pit road. One other car getting services. Denny Hamlin, who came in a little bit later than the others. He on pit road at lap number 51. Boris Sand has come in for a pit stop here. Mike Bliss also in. Bliss was involved. Matter of fact, both those cars involved in that early crash this afternoon. They get service on their machines and roll back onto the racetrack. Robbie Gordon had taken over the lead, but uh, you heard Winston describing his pit stop a few moments ago. He and Denny Hamlin. So Jeff Burton, Kurt Busch, A.J. Allmendinger should fall back in line once they recirculate around the track here. And uh, so far, pretty clean race here, Barney. That one crash back at lap nine. Other than that, here we are at lap 52 coming up on and it's been clean and green yeah i think the drivers just try to feel out what 
what they can do in this draft out there right now. We haven't really seen anybody get that aggressive thus far, but it is very young in the race right yet. Tell you who's looking awful good is one of Roger Penske's dodges, and that's Kurt Busch. He's been very, very strong all afternoon, and Dave Moody, we've seen him make a couple of pretty good moves over there in turns one and two, and he's led a few laps here this afternoon. Absolutely has, Barney. He and A.J. Allmendinger have kind of been playing hot potato with the lead over the last 10 or 12 laps or so. Kurt's been good all week long, and a lot of people in that garage area had the Miller Lite Blue Deuce at the top of their list for potential Daytona 500 winners today. But I'll tell you what, he had a tough go of it when he first came to Daytona getting ready for the Gatorade or for the Budweiser shootout last week. He lost a car in practice there. Then in the running of the Bud shootout, he lost another car. So they were going through him pretty fast. Once they got it all figured out and he kind of got a feel for the way this thing's handling, yeah, he's been fast in all the practice sessions. And here he is once again out in front of the field of the Daytona 500. And we talked about A.J. Allmendinger, how good his car is. Let's see if it's good enough to get around Kurt Busch and take the lead there in turn two. Here they come off turn number two, Bush and Allmendinger right on the bottom of the racetrack. Then it's about three, maybe four car lengths back to Jimmy Johnson. Well, now those three cars break away and looking further back in the pack, Casey Kane leads that second pack. He's got drafting help behind him, though, as they try to get hooked back up with those lead three. Kevin Harvick, Jr. and Montoya all lined up behind the Budweiser Ford. Trying to hunt down that trio up front, Kurt Busch, then A.J. Allmendinger, Jimmy Johnson. They are nose to tail trying to skate away from the rest of the field. Here they come now, working back to the start-finish line. A three-car breakaway of Kurt Busch, A.J. Allmendinger, and Jimmy Johnson. Then the next pack, a long pack of cars, led by Casey Kane and Kevin Harvick, pushing him to turn one. That second pack has all gotten itself into single-file formation, trying to play a little catch-up. The one exception now will be Kyle Busch. He's going to jump to the inside of Juan Pablo Montoya. He'll take away that spot at the exit of turn number two. Here's Busch. He'll slide through underneath Montoya quickly. Snaps that target, Chevrolet back in line and they're all trying to stay in that single file formation to catch the front three until Junior rumbles out of the pocket. He'll blow Harvick away and now he's going after Kane in fourth. This is a six car battle from fourth on back and Junior's trying to be the leader of this group. He draws even now with Casey Kane. Again, this is a battle for fourth off turn four. Hey, what? Dale Junior's car has looked real good and every time he's been up toward the front of the field he's been able to hold his position and in many cases take three or four away. But right now he's still got his hands full. He's down on the inside of the racetrack running door to door as they go off into corner number one. Let's see if he can pick up a little ground over there. Kevin Harvick dive bombs bottom of the racetrack. He's going to try and pull the slide job, make his way underneath Casey Kane. He's going to get the job done. Move Harvick to fourth, Kane to fifth. And they begin to pull away now from another pack of cars led by Juan Pablo Montoya, continuing to race side by side towards the tail end of that field. Dale Jr., the only one out of line. Clint Boyer was down there for just a moment as well. He had been battling for fourth, Dale Jr. was, but when he lost the draft, he has slipped all the way back just outside of the top Top 10. Kevin Harvick has the fourth spot all to himself now. Here's here's a battle now for the sixth position. Kyle Busch pulls to the inside of the track, and he too all alone until Elliott Sadler crosses over and will join the cause as they go after one Pablo Montoya. Kyle Busch closing in now on the back bumper of the target Chevrolet. He's got Elliott Sadler there, Martin Truex Jr. in tow, and also Carl Edwards who's come from the back of the pack. For the moment, no moves. Everybody holds single file off two. That second pack is seven cars deep, and it's from 
third on back. Harvick, Kane, also Montoya, Kyle Busch, Elliott Sadler, Martin Truex Jr., and Carl Edwards all in hot pursuit of the leaders. About 25 car lengths separate Jimmy Johnson, who's third, and Kevin Harvick, who is fourth. But again, that second pack trying to sort it out, trying to run single file as they exit off four. 56 laps on the board. Kurt Busch, A.J. Allmendinger, Jimmy Johnson, Kevin Harvick, and Casey Kane, the top five. Kurt Busch, lap 64, he's the leader. A.J. Allmendinger locked on his rear bumper back there. Jimmy Johnson in that third uh, place machine right now. He's just hanging on to that lead draft. Let's uh, pick up a few guys that are beginning to move up and probably going to make some noise here very shortly. Kyle Busch is one of those, Dave Moody. He's fourth. Casey Kane. Casey's had a good car. And Kevin Harvick and Elliott Sadler. They're about to get back in the mix here very shortly. Pretty good day for Richard Petty Motorsports so far, Barney. And they've got four car, or three cars, I should say, in the top ten right now. A.J. Allmendinger running the foremost of the group in the number two position. That lead trio right now, Kurt Busch, Allmendinger, and Jimmy Johnson playing it pretty smart. They're staying single file, not messing things up, not breaking that draft at all, making it pretty difficult for that second group of four to gain any ground. Here they come off turn number two. It's Kurt Busch, A.J. Allmendinger, and Jimmy Johnson. They come to the super stretch three car breakaway and it's getting dicey from fourth on back right now you've got Kyle Busch leading that second pack of four also Casey Kane there Kevin trouble Harvick. turn number four Joe Nemechek has gone around he has tagged the outside retaining wall and come to rest on the apron Joe Nemechek single car he has got the outside retaining wall and that car crumpled up at the bottom of the racetrack so the service master clean caution out for the second time today Joe Nemechek running back in the 36th position when he had his problem there in turn four. Don't know what caused it uh, exactly, Joe. All of a sudden, that car shot up the racetrack, and he tagged that outside retaining wall, the safer barrier, head on, and then slid down the banking and has now come to a stop on the apron. Safety crews on the on their way, but it's Joe Nemechek, what appears to be the only car involved here in turn number four. Talking about Joe Nemechek a moment ago, bringing out the caution flag and having a problem up in turn number four. I think he had a little help up there, didn't he? Yeah, after taking a look at the sprint vision and getting an opportunity to see the replay, yes, he did get some help, and it came from uh, a car running several laps down. It looked like Sam Hornish may have hooked him in the uh, rear end, and that shot Joe down the racetrack, Barney. He tried to correct. Once he did, it caught back up the racetrack it went and good thing for the safer barrier he took a pretty vicious shot with that Nemco Toyota Nemco Motorsports Toyota but the good news is Barney Joe was able to climb out of that uh, car under his own power into the ambulance and headed to the care center it's been a fairly quiet uh, Daytona 500 as far as cars getting in the wall or into each other and, and bringing out the caution flag and tearing up equipment. What, we had only a couple of caution flags? Only two so far, but now that you've said it, it'll probably no. increase tremendously. <laughs> We've uh, received the one-to-go signal, one-to-go to get back under the green flag, and that'll put us at 130 laps remaining in the Daytona 500. And here's the way they'll take the green flag. Kurt Busch and A.J. Allmendinger side-by-side. Side. It'll be Casey Kane restarting in third, Kevin Harvick fourth and Jimmy Johnson fifth six is Martin Truex seventh Carl Edwards Greg Biffle restart eighth Clint Boyer ninth and Kyle Busch tenth Juan Pablo Montoya is 11th Jamie McMurray's worked his way up to 12th Elliot Sadler's 13th 14th will go to Tony Stewart and 15th is Jeff Gordon 16th David Reagan, Denny Hamlin, 17th, Dale Earnhardt Jr., 18th, Mark Martin, 19th, and Scott Speed is 20th. Let's see if we can get a word from Joe Nemechek. Walked out of the infield care center. Joe, it looked like you were just cruising around, and then what happened there? Uh, just on cruise. You know, it's uh, really disappointing for myself and the whole uh, Nemco Motorsports team 
Uh, we had uh, England Stoveworks come on board, DAB Construction, and also www.frontrowjoe.com. Uh, we're just riding, I mean, just trying to stay back, and those cars in front of me were wrecked, went to pass them and got past them, and I don't know what happened there. Sam Hornish just run in the back of me in the corner and spun me out. Uh, I really don't understand that. It's uh, uncalled for. It's Joe Nemechek disenchanted after going out early in the Daytona 500. Joe joins Regan Smith out of the race. Brad Keselowski and Sam Hornish, who were involved in that crash back at lap nine, have returned, but both a number of laps off the pace. Green flag goes back in the air. We'll go back to racing. At the bottom of the racetrack, Kurt Busch trying to get something going, maybe open up a little daylight. A.J. Allmendinger, Casey Kane, Kevin Harvick, Jimmy Johnson, they stay with him, double-file restart, so nobody's losing any ground among the top five or six right now as they go over to turn two. Busch and Allmendinger went to pit road one and two. They came off one and two. Now they're going to go side-by-side side for the lead. Kurt Busch with a preliminary advantage downstairs as he gets some dropping help from Casey Kane. Everyone stacked up double-wide now as they come to the super stretch. Kurt Busch down on the inside lane. A.J. Allmendinger leads the lane top side and now it's the outside lane that gets the advantage and the push dinger back to the lead of the day total 500 kevin harvick giving dinger that big push but here comes kurt bush he's getting a good push from casey kane wheel to wheel off turn number four aj holmendinger is going to grab the top spot Working the outside lane of the racetrack, coming back into the triangle. He's all alone there. The battle is going to be behind him for second. Kevin Harvick pulling up alongside Kurt Busch. That's a fierce battle, and it goes all the way through the field. Back through the pack. They continue to slice it and dice it. Front of the pack now. A.J. Allmendinger storms to the outside, drafting help from Kevin Harvick. He'll take over the lead. Harvick will challenge Kurt Busch for the number two position. Dodge and Chevy stacked up there side by side. And again, the outside lane begins to roll. They need more drafting help downstairs in order to get back towards the front. Harvick goes to second. Truex to third. Greg Biffle now will take over the number four position. Martin Truex Jr. giving a big boost to Kevin Harvick and it's going to shove Kevin almost to the side of A.J. Allmendinger, but not close enough. Dinger is going to lead to Daytona 500 this time by. A.J. Allmendinger is still out front. I guarantee there's a lot of guys scratching their head right now because Allmendinger has made a lot of those moves to get up through the field all by himself. Dave Moody, and they're probably wondering now, has he got that much more motor than we do or is it aerodynamics or what because he's doing a lot of it by himself I think he's got a little bit of everything right now Barney but he's got a handful for the lead Kevin Harvick to the outside lane putting the heat on A.J. Allmendinger Kevin Harvick getting the advantage again top side coming off turn number two and here's Martin Truex Jr. also lined up there he's trying to get up there perhaps maybe lead a lap at the great American race but to do that he's got to get by that side by side battle for the lead A.J. Allmendinger on the inside Kevin Harvick on the outside then row two Kurt Bush and Martin Truex Jr. Row three has got Casey Kane and Greg Biffle doing battle. Allmendinger has a great run coming off turn four, back to start finish. He will pick up the lead once again here at lap number 73, and it really means a lot when you look out over Daytona International Speedway and see car number 43 at the front of the field. A.J. Allmendinger, as we said, making all the moves out there, getting around other cars to get to the lead and doing it mostly without the benefit of the draft, so he has got really a strong, strong race car. A.J. Allmendinger leads Kurt Busch is still second. Kevin Harvick runs third. Casey Kane is fourth. And Martin Truex Jr. Martin looking pretty good out there. He's in a new ride this year for Michael Waltrip Motorsports. Today he is fifth right now. Jimmy Johnson's kind of got out of that pack a little bit there a moment ago. He's fallen back to sixth. Greg Biffle may be a factor here. Greg's up to seventh. Kyle Busch, he got up to about second or third a moment ago. Now Kyle has gone the other way. He has dropped back to eighth. And the rest of the top ten, Carl Edwards ninth. And Clint Boyer is tenth. 
It is Greg Biffle down to the inside of Kurt Busch. Man, they're tight to the inside of the racetrack. Kyle Busch pushing hard on the inside lane as they climb the banking of turn one. Kyle's going to give Greg Biffle all the shove he can muster into the banking of turn number one, and it's going to be enough, at least for now, to push Biffle to the lead. Now Kyle's going to go to work on big brother Kurt. Kyle to the inside. Kurt to the outside. The battle for second. That is the way they race off turn two. Kyle to the inside of the racetrack. Kurt topside, but Kyle needs more help. Here's Biffle. He's going to leave him high and dry. No drafting help for Kyle Busch, but that's not a deterrent. He's still there. The brothers Bush side by side for second. Kyle down to the inside. Kurt to the top side, and now here comes that drafting help for Kyle. Jeff Gordon is there. Elliot Sadler is there, but it's Biffle this time leading off turn four. Talked about we hadn't seen a whole lot of bump drafting. We see a lot of it every time on the restarts right here at the start-finish line, and again, we see some of it. Kyle Busch kind of bumping Greg Biffle a little bit out front, and that lower lane gets the advantage going over to turn number two. They may not keep it for long, though, because here comes Kurt Busch. You got a little bit of that bumping from Clint Boyer and from Jamie McMurray. Side by side, Kurt Busch dealing for the lead as Biffle gets sideways off, too. Biffle snaps the car back in line. Biffle running down on the inside of the racetrack. Kurt topside, and they're stacked up like a high-speed pace slap. No one's stepping out of line. Everybody content to race in double-wide formation off the end of the Super stretch. It's Greg Biffle and Kurt Busch. Brother Kyle Busch going third but he wants second now. He pulls alongside his brother. Got a good run down on the inside. Greg Biffle has the lead. Kyle Busch right behind and look who's behind them. Jeff Gordon coming to the front of the field. He falls in line down on the inside lane. Jamie McMurray to the outside behind Clint Boyer. They're pushing Kurt Busch as they head back to one. Kurt Busch getting a good shove up that outside lane. Not enough to get alongside Greg Biffle quite yet. So again, it's the Busch brothers battling for the number two position. Kyle on the bottom. Kurt up high. Kyle has some drafting help. Finally, that's arrived at the back door. Jeff Gordon has stepped in line. He will nestle in up underneath the rear wing of Kyle Busch, although they need a bit more. Martin Truex Jr. to the rescue. Tony Stewart's on his way as well in the low lane. On the top side, you've got Kurt Busch, who continues to battle not only for that second spot, but also for the lead. He's got drafting help there. Clint Boyer is there. Elliot Sadler and Martin Truex Jr. There's about maybe 34 cars in this big draft right now. Just about two-thirds of the field going at it here at Daytona. Clint Boyer on the outside, back in third place. At least he's scrambling for third place, trying to take it away right now as they go back into turn one. He hitches his wagon to Kurt Busch as they run that outside lane. Top side, it's Kurt Busch, Clint Boyer, Elliot Sadler, Jamie McMurray. Downstairs, Greg Biffle, Kyle Busch, Jeff Gordon, and Martin Truex. They're virtually locked in double-wide formation with the exception of race leader Greg Biffle. He's out front all by himself, at least for now, while the Bush brothers continue to stack it up from second on back. Nobody able to grab it an advantage. Kyle Bush continues to run downstairs with the DuPont Chevrolet of Jeff Gordon. The Miller Lite Dodge of Kurt Bush working along with Clint Boyer. That's the battle for third on back. Greg Biffle at the head of the pack, but what happened to A.J. Allmendinger? He was up front leading before that caution came out. Winston Kelly, what's the word? Well, a couple of things. He took four tires where a lot of guys took none or two, and they had a lug nut fall off on their pit stop, so A.J. Allmendinger fell back just a little bit, but he's on his way back to the front. And Greg Biffle continues to hang on to the top spot. Right behind him, though, Kyle Busch just waiting for an opportunity to make a move. And he may get it right now on the back stretch. Takes a look to the outside. Not close enough to make the move, but he is in sole possession of second, and behind him here's Jeff Gordon. First time in the top five all day, and he's racing wheel-to-wheel with Kurt for third. And he's got help downstairs. Martin Truex Jr. is there. 
there, Tony Stewart and Kevin Harvick. Here comes Jeff Gordon, got the Miller Lite dodge of Kurt Busch to his outside. That's the battle for third. That big graph we told you about beginning to break up just a little bit as we see some drivers now dropping back toward the tail end of the field. Joey Logano is one of those back there, Brian Vickers. And also Bill Elliott, they elect not to get up to the front of the field and ride up there where the pressure is, so to speak, over in turn two. The battle now is for the number three position. Biffle's gotten away with the inside line. He's got the lead. Kyle Busch now has taken second. Jeff Gordon slides two for third. Now Kurt Busch up high will have to battle with Truex. Yeah, he will have to battle for Truex for fourth as the outside lane starts to lose steam. Now Kurt Busch is alongside Jeff Gordon for a moment. Now Gordon will slide through. He'll grab the number three spot. Kurt Bush is going to climb the banking, and Martin Truex Jr. is going to try to take advantage of that. This is the battle for fourth. Here comes Truex. Here comes Bush. They're wheel to wheel. Now they're leaving Kurt Bush on the outside lane all by himself. Although coming to the start finish line, he'll get a little drafting help, but he's fallen back to the fifth position. Greg Biffle leads 13 laps from halfway in the Daytona 500. It's Kyle Busch running in second. Jeff Gordon is third. Martin Truex Jr. runs fourth, and Kurt Busch is fifth. In sixth is Tony Stewart, seventh Clint Boyer, running in eighth. Kevin Harvick, Elliott Sadler, ninth, and Jamie McMurray is tenth. David Ruderman is eleventh. Casey Cade is up to twelfth. A.J. Allmendinger has slipped back to thirteenth. Fourteenth belonged to Carl Edwards. Dale Earnhardt Jr. shows fifteenth. Juan Pablo Montoya, sixteenth. Mark Martin is seventeenth. Scott Speed is eighteenth, and nineteenth is David Reagan. Jimmy Johnson's all the way back to twentieth. Taking you further down the AutoZone leaderboard in twenty-first, Paul Menard, twenty-second, Brian Vickers, Jeff Burton is twenty-third, Robbie Gordon twenty-fourth, and Ryan Newman is in twenty-fifth. Running 26 now, Denny Hamlin. 27th is Matt Kenseth. 28th, Joey Logano. 29th, Robert Richardson. And Bill Elliott is in 30th. John Andretti is 31st. Bobby Labonte shows 32nd. Michael Waltrip, 33rd. Boris Said is 34th. Travis Quapel, 35th. Michael McDowell, 36th. Max Pappas is being posted in 37th position. He's uh, had the car damaged a little bit earlier. Marcus Ambrose has taken his car to the garage. He should finish 38 in the Daytona 500. Mike Bliss has parked it for the day also. Mike will finish 39th. Joe Nemechek, who got crashed up in turns three and four a little bit earlier. Joe's going to finish in 40th place. Brad Keselowski is 41st. Sam Hornish Jr., 42nd. And Regan Smith is 43rd. That's a look at the AutoZone leaderboard. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Up front it is Greg Biffle. In second it is Kyle Busch. But then they start to mix it up in turn three. Jeff Gordon gets a huge shove from Clint Boyer. That'll give him third, and he's looking for more in turn three. He draws even with Kyle Busch. He's got his brother Kurt Busch right behind him, but the momentum is topside. Here comes Jeff Gordon. The battle is on between himself and Kyle Busch. I think Jeff Gordon says it's time to get up at the front of the field if I can make it up there. See just how strong my car is. Am I good enough to win this thing if I'm in a position to do it in the top five in the final laps. And Dave Moody, I think a lot of those drivers are, are trying to do just that, get up there and see just how strong they are in case it comes down and they're in the shootout. Yeah, I think you're exactly right there, Barney. Everybody feeling it out pretty good right now. Greg Biffle continues to be the leader of the band. The Bush brothers are at it again for second. Kyle, though, will change lanes. He'll go topside, jump in front of Jeff Gordon and leave his brother Kurt hung out to dry. Here's Kyle, though. Huge run around the outside of Biffle, and he will go to the lead of the 500. Greg Biffle, 
immediately dives to the bottom of the racetrack, but that outside line continues to come to the front. This time it's Kyle Busch, Jeff Gordon, and Clint Boyer. And they leave Greg Biffle all alone down on the inside of the racetrack. He drops back to about seventh already and is losing even more ground as those cars go steamrolling by and Biffle looks for a drafting partner. Up front, it's Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch, then Jeff Gordon. Clint Boyer goes to the third spot. Fourth now is Kevin Harvick. Fifth to the bottom of the racetrack is Martin Truex Jr. as uh, Greg Biffle continues to look for help in the high lane. Now he'll finally get some as all the leaders now shake out and shuffle to the high side of the banking. Biffle finds a place in line. Truex is the man out of line. He has no drafting help. Biffle goes by. Kane goes by. And here's Sadler. He'll step to the high side as well. Dale Earnhardt Jr. right behind them. Then Kurt Busch and Tony Stewart up front. Here comes Kevin Harvick to the bottom of the racetrack all by himself. He'll draw even with Clint Boyer. Kevin Harvick's just got a good car. That's plain and simple. He's been able to make some moves by himself. He works a little bit better, obviously, in the draft, but he's got a strong enough car. He can stay up in that lead pack, but right now we're about to find out just how strong he is. He's all by himself if he can't tuck in down in turn one. And it doesn't look like any tucking is about to be happening right now as he is still looking for room. Kevin Harvick digging down low on Biffle, but here comes the drafting help. Casey Kane climbs the stairs to go with him. Kevin Harvick now, the man out of line. No drafting help for him as everybody goes to the high side. One driver that really has his hands full the last couple of times. He's almost lost the car in turn three, and that's Dale Earnhardt Jr. That Chevrolet is awfully loose, and he's trying to hold off Carl Edwards. He's going to rim ride all the way to the top of the banking. Some four stories right up against the safer barrier. Carl Edwards is right there, right in the tire tracks of Dale Jr. Jr. led earlier this afternoon. He started on the outside of the front row. Right now, he's running in the ninth position. We're back at the Daytona 500. We have completed 113 laps. We've got 87 remaining to be run. The field's just going off turn number two, and another guy has gotten up there, another driver, has wants to lead a lap, and David Reagan was able to do that. Still, I believe he's out front as he heads over to turn three. Now he's going to get the bumps rush. Here comes Clint Boyer to the outside, and Elliott Sattler for second, although Reagan, a good shot from teammate Greg Biffle, will put him back to second. That UPS Ford, a very good car downstairs. He's got his teammate Greg Biffle right behind him, and he's not done yet. He'll pull even with Boyer for the race lead. Clint Boyer has the lead, but maybe not for long. Here comes David Reagan. That Ford is wound up. He'll take the lead again here at the start-finish line. But his teammate Elliott Sadler pulls to the outside. He'll push Clint Boyer back into the lead. David Reagan still struggling hard downstairs, trying to make a run of it. He comes back after Elliott Sadler. The pride of Unadilla, Georgia, David Reagan. Now to the inside on Clint Boyer, wanting a piece of the lead again. And now David does a slide job across the bow of Elliott Sadler. Reagan now, sole possession of second. You've got Elliott Sadler in third. Greg Biffle up in line in fourth. And behind them, they're side by side for fifth. That's Kevin Harvey. He'll go downstairs on Jeff Gordon. He's got a good run, Kevin does. He'll leave Jeff Gordon behind. He'll leave Greg Biffle behind. He will leave Elliott Sadler behind. Hevick, or Harvick once again rolling off the bottom. Tell you what, we can't, you can't say we haven't had a lot of different leaders in the Daytona 500 here this afternoon. Those guys have scratched and clawed, some of them to get up there and lead a lap. Others have made it really look easy like one Pablo Montoya did in the early going here this afternoon. 115 laps go on the board. And Dave Moody, we were talking about some 
some of the guys over there really having a handful chasing those cars all over the racetrack, and Dale Jr. is certainly one of those. He is indeed. I'll tell you what, Greg Biffle just had two handfuls, got way up next to the wall. Car got sideways. He had to backpedal. Very nearly got collected by Jeff Gordon. Near catastrophe at the top of two, but a couple of veteran drivers kept it all straight. They head over to turn four. And it's Clint Boyer at the front of the field. David Reagan's got sole possession of second. The battle's going to be for third between Kevin Harvick and Elliott Sadler. It'll be Carl Edwards pulling up behind Elliott Sadler in the outside lane, trying to form a little bit of a draft there. Greg Biffle, who led early on, is back in the pack, kind of stuck behind some of that traffic, and he's trying to find an opening for a way to get back up front again. Here comes Greg Biffle now recovered from that near incident just a couple, uh, just a lap or so ago at the front of the pack, still running in that outside lane, back around the ninth position as he's challenged down low by Gordon. Yeah, Greg Biffle still in the outside line. He is deep. Trouble in turn two, hard into the wall goes John Andretti. Right front tire went down. He came from the bottom of the racetrack all the way to the top and absolutely blasts the safer barrier. Car still rolling down the back straightaway with heavy damage on the right front corner. And the service master clean caution will come out for the fourth time this afternoon again over in turn two Boy, that's the kind of lick joe that will loosen your fillings in your molars john andretti was right down on the yellow line at the exit to turn number two something went wrong my guess is right front tire and he never turned again straight up the banking straight into the wall a hard lick for john andretti John was running back in the 32nd position when the incident occurred over in turn number two is getting the one-to-go signal as they come down to the start-finish line. We're going back under the green shortly here in Daytona, Florida, as we get set to resume the Daytona 500. Field will come to the line and see the signal one-to-go. Clint Boyer and David Reagan forming up on the front row, getting set for the restart of the Daytona 500. Let's see what the deal is on uh, Matt Kenseth. Yeah, just as we predicted, Joe, you know, the temperatures that we talked about is a shock change on the front of that uh, Crown Royal Ford of Matt Kenseth. They went to the front end. They made major changes on the Crown Royal Ford of Matt Kenseth, trying to pick up a second in a row victory in the Daytona 500. So there you see some of the changes that are being made. Shock change for Matt Kenseth. And here's Jimmy Johnson back in, Alex. And this is simply just a fill the tank up again. As much fuel they can get in the car as they possibly can. It's all about strategy and this Lowe's team and Jimmy Johnson in their drive for five here in 2010. Field working up through turns one and two. They will get the green flag when they come back around. We haven't thought about what's been going on over in the back straightaway and heading up into turns three and four before they drop the green. Mike Bagley looked like a couple of those uh, time over there this afternoon. Just about half the field had a handful. Yeah, they did, Barney, and uh, that is the case with racing at Daytona International Speedway. But one thing we've not seen today is a lot of three-wide racing over here on the back stretch. For the most part, these drivers have minded their P's and Q's. They have stayed in line. We've had a couple of moments of three-wide racing, but everybody content for double-wide formation. Now, with the new conditions and obviously with the new pace that this race will take and the complexion the complexion it'll take on that could change and we look forward to change as we get down to the waning laps of the great american race jeff striegel still awake yes i am and i'll tell you something these drivers you heard some of them talk about changing out visors or tear offs on their uh, visors they're gonna find that out in a hurry here because when you come off turn number three now as you guys pointed out this race could have should have been over however the sun now setting behind the main grandstands, and when they come off turn number three, they're going to be facing that sunshine. This is a problem area in the past. Could be again when they come off turn four. Joe, the good news is the lights are off on this pace car right in front of me with Clint Boyer and David Reagan at the front of the
field. Don't think there's going to be any give and take right now when they go back to green from here on out to the checkered flag. It's every man for himself, that's for sure. Pace car moving on to pit road. Here they come down to the line looking for the green flag. They'll take the green at lap 125. Green flag is in the air, and they head off to turn number one. Casey Kane gave Clint Boyer a little bump draft to boot him out in front of the field. We may see some more of that on that outside line now as they hit turn one. Boyer by about a half a car length, but back comes David Reagan to the outside line as everybody comes up to speed. You know, everybody hopes that that patch is going to hold, but nobody knows for sure. A lot of drivers wanting to get to the front in a big hurry. They're dead even off two. Here's Clint Boyer pacing the inside line. David Reagan, the man in charge, up top, and they're doubled up about 10, 12 rows deep. Everybody just trying to stretch their legs, trying to get back into competitive form, and so far, so good for Cliff Boyer. He's got the lead in three. He's got Casey Kane right behind him, and that's why Kane just buried underneath that Chevrolet, pushing Clint to the front. Kane goes second. The battle's going to be for third. David Reagan trying to rally the troops behind him, coming back into the trioval. And one of his teammates lined up right behind him. That is Carl Edwards. And another one in Greg Biffle. Juan Pablo Montoya will help them advance in turn one. Roush Fenway Racing all forming up, trying to form that single line and shove young David Reagan to the front of the pack. So far, not fully successful. Boyer with the lead. Casey Kane drifts up the banking. Back to the bottom. He's side by side with Reagan. Chevrolet leads the wave, but a couple of Fords are stacked up, nipping at his heels. Here's Boyer. He'll change lanes. He was on the bottom. He'll go topside. Wrong move. Casey Kane to the lead. Elliott Sadler now will slide through for second. That's going to cost Clint Boyer because Casey Kane has got the top spot all to himself. Elliott Sadler's right there. Again, the battles for third. Kevin Harvick this time with Clint Boyer. And all that battling going on up front among the top 10 or 15, which are nose to tail, been watching Dale Earnhardt Jr. He has been all over this racetrack all day long. He'd be down to the bottom of the speedway in that outside lane, got caught in the middle a couple of times. Let's pick him up over in turn two. Battle at the front of the pack, heating up again, and we've got a new leader. It's Casey Kane, drafting help from his teammate, Elliot Sadler. He's moved underneath the low lane. He's got the lead as they hit the super stretch. It's a long jam from third on back. They're stacked up to a couple of teammates there, Kevin Harvick and Clint Boyer. Now here comes the outside lane on the comeback trail. Clint Boyer trying to inch up alongside Elliott Sadler. Nothing doing. Now he'll get a surge from David Reagan. David Reagan, Carl Edwards, Greg Biffle, Juan Pablo Montoya. Those are the cars that are rim riding off turn four. Down low, out front by himself, Casey Kane. Casey Kane's forward in front of the pack. He was on the inside lane coming off turn four. Switches over, pulls up in front of Clint Boyer in the outside lane. That opens the inside for his teammate, Elliot Sadler, who pulls up alongside. Let's see what Sadler can do as the Richard Petty Motorsports teammates now are ready to square off for the number one spot. Three wide a bit further back in the pack. Brian Vickers finds himself stuck in the middle with nobody to work with. Nobody stepping to the middle line. Everybody is to the extreme in and outsides. Vickers still gets no love. But Kane getting it all right now. Changes lanes topside. Boyer just shoving him off the end of the back straightaway. And they climb the banking and Kane stays topside, and Elliott Sadler says thank you very much, and here he comes. That Ford works to the inside. Kane's Ford to the outside as they exit off four. It is wild racing at the front of the field, back in the middle of the field, and all the way back at the tail end of the field. As we said, nobody's going to cut any slack between now and the checkered flag. Across the line, Casey Kane continues to lead. Clint Boyer hangs right with him. So does Elliott Sadler, David Reagan, and Kevin Harvick. 
Now diving to the bottom of the racetrack, Clint Boyer dives low, sweeps under Casey Kane. He'll take the lead with apparent ease as they exit turn number two. Now it's Kane and Sadler left to battle for second. Clint Boyer made it look easy, took the inside line through one and two, now slides wide above the corner and shifts to the outside lane. The inside line needs help if they want to get to the front. The inside line led right now by Elliott Sadler. Right behind him, Kevin Harvick, Martin Truex Jr., Jeff Gordon is there, Jeff Burton is there, A.J. Allmendinger. They're trying to rally it back, and they've got the momentum. Here comes Sadler working the inside. Sadler trying to get him pulling behind him to get that draft kicked in on the low side of the racetrack, and it works. He gets up alongside. Clint Boyer challenges for the lead and pulls out by a couple of feet. Boyer, though, is not done yet in that outside lane. He's got plenty of drafting help. Casey Kane, David Reagan, Carl Edwards, Greg Biffle, Juan Pablo Montoya, and a bunch of others. They're going to be side-by-side. Boyer high, Sadler down low. Ford and Chevy wheel-to-wheel for the lead. Boyer for now has the advantage, and Elliott Sadler slowly but surely getting some company at the back door. He's trying to get to the point, but the outside lane far outnumbers the one down low. Boyer continues to lead. And once again, it's because of Casey Kane just pushing Clint Boyer to the front of the field and he is there by himself, leaving Elliott Sadler down low, and his teammate Casey Kane left the battle for second. Couldn't be any hotter racing than's going on at the front of the field right now, among the top ten, really getting with it, and then behind the top ten, Juan Pablo Montoya, A.J. Allmendinger, some really good cars, Mark Martin, Kyle Busch, and Brian Vickers and Kurt Busch are all back there trying to stay in that lead draft, and that's about all they can do as they go over to turn two. Some guys with very fast race cars trying to find themselves a lane that'll get them back to the front of the pack. Right now, the front of the pack belongs to Clint Boyer. We talked a moment ago about how everybody's been content to ride in double-wide formation to change this love fest at the front of the field. Somebody's going to have to jam it up the middle. So far, still double-wide, although here comes Sadler making the move to the inside of the racetrack. Once again, Kevin Harvick is right there, as is Martin Truex Jr., and that is going to propel Elliott Sadler side-by-side side with Clint Boyer. That's the race for the lead. Sadler gets a real good run coming up off the bottom of turn number four, draws even with Clint Boyer as they come to the start-finish line, and by inches, Sadler has the lead. This is long from over. Clint is still there as they go to turn one. Ford and Chevrolet inside and out in row one. Chevrolet and Ford inside and out in row number two. Sadler down low, Boyer up high, then Kevin Harvick, then Casey Kane. That's the the inside line right there. It's David Reagan now trying to become a factor in this thing. He'll drop down to the inside further back. Meanwhile, up front, it's Elliott Sadler that occupies the low lane. Drafting help behind from Harvick. Boyer topside, drafting help from Kane. One lap, it's the inside lane. The next lap, it's the outside lane. This lap, it's a dead heat. Sadler, Boyer, wheel to wheel. Kevin Harvick, Casey Kane, go runner up. Great racing at the front of the field involving Elliott Sadler, Clint Boyer, Casey Kane, Kevin Harvick, and David Reagan. There's some big names that Dave Moody talked about a moment ago as they went over to turns three and four, really doing everything they can to get up there. Kurt Busch, Jimmy Johnson, Scott Speed, Joey Logano, and even Dale Earnhardt Jr., but they're not making up any ground. Nobody's cutting anybody any slack. No, no doubt about it. They're too wide all the way back through this field right now, and nobody giving anybody a lift as we get down toward crunch time. No one giving anybody any room to work as Clint Boyer inches out in front. Here comes that Sadler freight train down low. Fender up along side. He's there. They're wheel to wheel for the lead at Daytona. Right behind them, Casey Kane and Kevin Harvick. Then it's Martin Truex Jr. and David Reagan, Carl Edwards and Jeff Gordon. Once again, side by side as they exit off four. This is amazing. It's been going on since we went back under the green flag. A field of like 28 cars stacked up double file just like a pace lap. 
except they're going nearly 200 miles an hour, working back up into turn number one. Elliott Sadler and Clint Boyer fighting for the lead. Well, we heard A.J. Allmendinger say it before we went back to green. They're wound up like it's 20 to go right now, and they're racing like it's 20 to go. Sadler and Boyer still wheel the wheel. 15 rows of double-wide racing, battling for the top spot of the Daytona 500. Here comes Elliott Sadler. Huge shove from Kevin Harvick. Sadler to the lead, and they're stacked up for second on back. And that's how it's got to work with that bump draft. It propels Elliott Sadler to the front. Kevin Harvick was the guy that gave him the boost. Now Sadler drifts up the racetrack, snaps it back in line, and Boyer's on the move again. And they continue to swap that lead back and forth, and we talk about half of this racetrack being shaded and maybe a little bit cooler in how these cars would handle. Well, Dave Moody, it doesn't seem to have affected them at all. In fact, they're running a little tighter now than they did earlier. Absolutely right, Barney. I don't think anybody in the super stretch grandstands has sat down since the green flag flew, and there's absolutely no reason to. Sadler down low. Boyer up high. Inches apart. 15 rows deep. Waiting for somebody to rumble out of the pocket and stack it up three wide. Nobody wants to make that move, although Carl Edwards took a peek. He thought about making a run up the middle, but it narrows up, and now it's Boyer back for the top spot. You heard Jeff Burton talk about the grip when it gets cooler. Well, there's plenty of it out there, and they're using it all. Dale Earnhardt Jr. just a little bit further back. Thought about three wide on Jimmy Johnson. Thinks better of it. He snaps it back in line. Double file once again, coming back to start finish. Clint Boyer at the head of the pack. Second place battle, Elliott Sadler and Casey Kane. There's Kevin Harvick behind Sadler, giving a little push in turn one. Sadler and Kane, the teammates out of the Richard Petty stable, haven't been able to link up. They're caught in opposite lines. Sadler, though, will take the boost from Kevin Harvick. He's back to the bottom. He'll challenge for the lead again. The lead continues to seesaw back and forth. Now we're three wide. Here comes Harvick to the bottom. He's going to hang Elliott Sadler out to dry in the middle, and Sadler starts his free fall. Now it's Harvick that paces the low lane as Clint Boyer continues to show the Way. And Elliott Sadler just continues to fade back. He's going to go all the way out of the top ten. Now he'll tuck it in line right behind Jamie McMurray, right in front of Mark Martin. Now Martin looks to the inside of Sadler. Somewhere in the neighborhood of 20 to 25 cars up in that lead draft. Let's hope that nobody makes a mistake as they cross the line and go back off into the turn. Clint Boyer and Kevin Harvick really knocking heads to see who's going to lead. They go over to turn two. One false move away from disaster and not a one of them seems to care right now. It is heavy duty racing at the front of the pack. Now, here comes Kevin Harvick. He'll take up the inside battle for the lead. Richard Childress Racing paces the field to the back straightaway. Kevin Harvick, the Shell Pennzoil Chevrolet to the inside of the Cheerios Hamburger Helper Chevrolet for Clint Boyer. They continue in lockstep battling each other, mirroring each other for the lead in three. It's a Chevy Brigade up front with Harvick down low. His teammate to the outside. Behind them Martin Truex Jr. and Jeff Gordon. Casey Kane and David Reagan at your top six. Couple of guys back there who were racing double wide are now starting to look for maybe some opportunity to drop down, make it three wide, or maybe go up the middle and try something, but they'll settle it down once again, coming across the line. This time it's Harvick at the point. Harvick has got a trunk full of drafting help right now from Martin Truex Jr. Truex's Toyota will give Harvick Chevrolet the shove out into the open air. Truex now to the bottom on Boyer for second. That is the wheel-to-wheel race for the runner-up position. Truex stepping up to the plate. That Napa Toyota giving Harvick the 
boost to the lead, although here comes that outside line yet again. Trying to get him wound up, trying to get Boyer back to the lead and off the end of the back straightaway. Kevin Harvick immediately dives to the bottom of the racetrack right in front of Martin Truex Jr. and Jeff Gordon. That leaves that outside line open for Clint Boyer, and here he comes again. A little bit earlier this afternoon, if you kind of drop back a little bit, it was pretty easy to, drive, to drop to the bottom of the racetrack and work your way back up to the front. The cars that restarted 10th when they moved the red flag away a little bit ago, still having a hard time getting up there. Mark Martin, is he making up any ground, Dave? Well, he's making up some, Barney, but it's hard to come by. One guy who is making ground is A.J. Allmendinger. So strong early, restarted 18th. He's solidly in the top 10, up to 8th now. A.J. Allmendinger in the thick of things. So are drivers like Martin Truex Jr., Jeff Gordon. Jeff Burton has arrived on the scene. Matter of fact, Burton is going to give Jeff Gordon a huge shot. That'll be the battle for fourth. And to his outside is David Reagan, but here comes Carl Edwards. They're going to stack him three wide with A.J. Allmendinger in the middle. This is for seventh on back. They exit four, three wide. Here they come charging back into the trial. Great racing going on here. Still with 60 laps remaining. The seventh place is where we're watching the action. A.J. Allmendinger to the inside of the track. He and Carl Edwards finally break out. Allmendinger on the bottom of the racetrack, trying to come out of it with that number seven position, but Carl Edwards is not done with this fight yet. He rides way up next to the safer barrier. Dinger digging hard down on the double yellow line. Side by side battle for seventh. Allmendinger down low. Now he has thoughts of three wide. Here he goes. He will force Jeff Burton to the middle of the racetrack. Here's Allmendinger drafting help from Kyle Busch. Outside, David and Reagan, Greg Biffle, leave Jeff Burton behind. And again, this is the battle for the seventh spot. A.J. Allmendinger, David Reagan is right there. Kyle Busch and Greg Biffle, top four. Make it five now, our single file. Yeah, they're single file at the front of the field, a little bit further back. They're still too wide and really driving wild through the trioval here, bouncing all over the racetrack. Elliott Sadler, Dale Earnhardt Jr., Mark Martin back there, Brian Vickers, Jimmy Johnson trying to scramble back to the front. He's all the way back in 21st place as they go back over to turn two. A brief moment of respite here as the top five have settled down. Well, that's over. Here comes Jeff Gordon, top side of the racetrack. He wants third from Clint Boyer. Flying off the top side of turn two, Jeff Gordon with the advantage and trying to keep that advantage as now Boyer finally gets some drafting help. Casey Kane will step out of line. It's Clint Boyer to third, and here's Casey Kane. He wants a piece of fourth. And Jeff Gordon right to the outside, and Carl Edwards is going to arrive on the scene and try to lend that drafting help back for Jeff Gordon. Top three, single file, battles on for fourth. Battling for the fourth position, Jeff Gordon and Casey Kane in the thick of it. There is the front three try to march away. Now let's take a moment and update where the Coca-Cola Racing family of drivers are currently running. Brought to you by Coke Classic. Open a Coke and enjoy the race. Kevin Harvick is the race leader. Clint Boyer is in third. David Reagan is 10th. Elliott Sadler 11th. Greg Biffle 12th. Jeff Burton runs in 14th. Trouble on the back straightaway. A.J. Allmendinger bangs with Jeff Gordon. And here goes the dinger on a long slide to the inside. Manages to keep it off the inside. Save for barrier. A.J. Allmendinger sliding through the grass the length of the back straightaway. Service Master Clean Caution comes out once again, lap 142, Dave Moody. Well, Joe, A.J. Allmendinger had come storming through this pack. As we mentioned, he restarted 18th. He was up to 8th. He and Jeff Gordon got very, very close midway between turns of two and or 1 and 2, I should say. Allmendinger on the bottom. Gordon on the top side of the racetrack. Took the air off the spoiler, it appeared. Allmendinger tried to save it, did so for about half the straightaway, and then finally it swapped ends. He went on a long Long slide down through the infield. Safety crews are there trying to refire the machine. I don't believe Allmendinger hit anything. We'll see if the car is able to continue. 
That's a miracle that they didn't collect about 10 or 15 cars as close as they have been running here ever since they put them back under green a moment ago. Field works behind the pace car coming off turn number four. The Ford Mustang getting ready to drop down on pit road and we'll get back under the green flag and roll along with Elliot Sadler and Martin Truex on the front row. They're waiting for the flag stand, which is completely in the shadows now. Matter of fact, this whole front stretch, this whole trioval now is in the shadows as the sun begins to set. Green is out. Elliot Sadler gets a good push from his teammate Casey Kane. Jeff Gordon is there to lend some assistance as well as they work two by two up to turn one. Heading into the 31 degree banking as they come up through the gearbox and onto the accelerator. Finally and at last, Elliot Sadler and Casey Kane have been able to work themselves into a drafting partnership type of formation. Not going to do any good right now though. Down low, it's Truex to the lead. He will scamper out with the point now as he changes lanes, goes to the top side of the racetrack, now comes back to the middle. He sees Kevin Harvick coming. Harvick's bound and determined to make that pass. Won't do it this time. It's Elliott Sadler back to the point in three. Casey Kane, Jeff Gordon is right there. Carl Edwards and Kyle Busch, they rim ride off turn number four. Downstairs, it's Martin Truex Jr. He's got drafting help with Kevin Harvick. It is going to be absolutely wild between now and the checkered flag. They cross the line, head back into turn number one, swapping that lead back and forth. Elliott Sadler has it for the moment. Casey Kane is right there. Jeff Gordon, Martin Truex, and give a call to Martin Truex. I'll tell you what, he's looking good as he goes over to turn two. Making Michael Waltrip a happy man right now. Truex was running third. He's now to the inside of Kane for second. He's going after Sadler for the lead now. They continue to double up up front. Martin Truex Jr. leads the lane down low, and here comes Jeff Gordon right up the middle, almost slamming quarter panels. Goodbye, Casey Kane. Kane is out of the draft and it's Truex back to the lead. And it's three wide where Casey Kane is continuing to fall back as Brian Vickers gets by and Jimmy Johnson gets by. Jeff Burton gets by. Up front though. Nobody getting by Martin Truex Jr. as he leads. In one lap Casey Kane went from second to about 19th. Just dropping like a rock through the field as Martin Truex leads across the line. Here comes the challenge from the outside. Elliot Sadler tries to draw even. Sadler has lost his teammate for a drafting partner but he's got a pretty good one back there anyway. Way, it's Jeff Gordon. Right behind him, Carl Edwards. Behind him, Kyle Busch and Mark Martin as they storm off the outside lane. Up the outside they come, and they're trying to regain that lost ground. Elliott Sadler leads that outside line, trying to get back up to the point. Truex leads Harvick, Boyer, Montoya, and Biffle. Sadler's got a whole lot of company stacked up behind him. That's Jeff Gordon, Carl Edwards, Kyle Busch, Mark Martin now back inside the top ten. But again, they're side-by-side side for the race lead. It is Racing off turn number four, wheel to wheel. A.J. Allmendinger, we told you, brought out the caution a moment ago. He has gone to the Enfield Care Center. He comes out and announces that he's okay, does not want to do any interviews. So the news is good. His car is will not finish this race. Man, he had one of the best machines out there today. Too bad. Martin Truex Jr. takes him over to turn two. Elliott Sadler rides the high side in second spot. Digging down low, looking to take it away is Kevin Harvick. Kevin Harvick's got a trunk full of drafting help. Matter of fact, they are lined up about 12, maybe even 14 deep behind him. It seems that way. But outside lane's got more juice. Here comes Truex to the lead. Sadler to second. Gordon to third, and they're stacked up for fourth. And that's where Kevin Harvick is right there. He'll draw even now with Jeff Gordon. Kevin Harvick's got a roll. 
He'll go to second. He's side-by-side side with Elliott Sadler. Here comes Harvick once again. Harvick getting it rolling on the inside of the racetrack. Got a good jump as he stepped out of line, and now he's got drafting help. There he goes, up alongside Jeff Gordon, trying to draw even with Elliott Sadler and trying to chase down the leader, Martin Truex. Truex continues to show the way. He can't figure out which lane he wants to throw the block on. He'll block Sadler. Sadler has to check up. He gets kicked three wide to the outside. Harvick to the bottom. Gordon in the middle. Everybody blowing by Elliott Sadler. Elliott Sadler just trying to get in line. He'll nestle in right behind Jeff Gordon and Carl Edwards. Further back, they're almost four wide. Hang on to your hat. Montoya's there. Biffle's there. And Kyle Busch up the middle. He comes with Junior to his inside. They'll sort it down to just three wide racing as Elliott Sadler still trying to find a hole to crawl into. He does now right in front of Mark Martin, but that's where they stack up three wide once again. I tell you, this is Daytona racing at its absolute best. Two wide, three wide coming down to the finish. Some 50 laps remaining to go as they work their way back into turn one. Kevin Harvick, well, he was the man leading when they left here. Who's leading over in turn two? Well, it's still Harvick, Barney, but I wouldn't give you more than about a foot and a half margin on it because Truex now has gone to the penthouse. Up to the outside lane, he comes, dirt tracking his way for the lead. That leads the inside lane opened up, and that's where Kevin Harvick will plug that Chevrolet right down to the bottom of the racetrack. Clint Boyer lined up behind Harvick. That'll be enough to put Harvick in the lead, and now they're wheel-to-wheel from second on back. That's Martin Truex Jr., top side. Clint Boyer down low. He's got some draft help there. It's Juan Pablo Montoya and Greg Biffle. Top side for Truex. Jeff Gordon is there. Yeah, Truex got shuffled out of that draft a little bit. Now he's hoping for some help as he drops back to third. Now fourth in line as Juan Pablo Montoya pulls up to the inside of the racetrack. He's working with those guys trying to go in the right direction. Here comes Montoya storming into turn number one. He'll dice it to the inside lane on Martin Truex Jr. Truex with drafting help from Jeff Gordon. Down low behind Montoya. It's Greg Biffle off the it had been the outside lane with all the advantage. Now that seems to be shifting downstairs. Two-car breakaway up front. Harvick and Boyer. Here's Montoya. He'll step up to battle with Truex. Montoya has drafting help from Greg Biffle. Not a lot of cars down there. Now they're going to go three wide. Greg Biffle, Jeff Gordon, Martin Truex Jr. He could get shuffled out. Here they come. Gordon trying to take away the spot. Close quarters racing. Absolutely amazing racing to sit up here in the tower and watch them do what they're doing out there inches apart. Two wide, three wide. Jeff Gordon's caught in that inside middle groove right now. No help up there. He's going to lose some positions before they get over to turn two. Trying to fight his way out of the middle, but not having any luck at it right now. Jimmy Johnson to the inside. Casey Kane to the outside. Gordon in the middle all by himself as Kevin Harvick leads the field off two. Jeff Gordon in the middle of the pack and in the middle lane just trying to get a draft off someone, trying to get in line and get back towards the front of the field. New challenger on the outside line. Juan Pablo Montoya. He'll get drop kicked by Boyer. It's Montoya back to the lead. And they're going to go side by side because Kevin Harvick's not going to give it up that easy. Harvick downstairs, Montoya to his right, side by side, wheel to wheel once again at Daytona. Haven't said much in a while about Jimmy Johnson, but slowly but surely he's picking his way through the field. Jimmy moving up to the 14th position. He kind of approached Jeff Gordon, his teammate, for a few moments. Jeff was left in the middle of the racetrack, and Jimmy blew right on by him. He's coming to the front. Challenge is on for the lead once again. Kevin Harvick under the gun. This time it's Juan Pablo Montoya, the aggressor, to the outside lane. Montoya for the number one spot. They continue to be locked together for the lead. Montoya has the outside lane. Kevin Harvick has the lane down low. Behind Harvick, here's Greg Biffle, also Carl Edwards. Outside line, Boyer, Truex, and a host of others stacked up behind J.P. 
GM. Carl Edwards, Kyle Busch is right there, Denny Hamlin, and all of a sudden, here's another new player in the top ten. He's back. Dale Earnhardt Jr. doing battle around the eighth spot. You will never see a prettier race than the kind of we're watching here this afternoon at Daytona. About 28 cars are up in that lead draft, and somebody different is leading every time they go by the start-finish line. Juan Pablo Montoya had it last time. Now Kevin Harvick's grabbed it back. Greg Biffle's trying to get in the mix. So is Clint Boyer and Carl Edwards. The downstairs line belongs to Harvick, Biffle, Carl Edwards, and Dale Jr. Outside line led by Montoya. Clint Boyer, Martin Truex Jr., also Kyle Busch, all lined up in the outside line. And you've still got more drivers trying to pile into this. Here's Harvick. Fender out in front. He'll retake the lead in three. Greg Biffle right behind him. Carl Edwards is right there. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is right there. Harvick's going to lead by about a car length, but Montoya's trying to challenge back. Montoya had a run going to the outside lane. Harvick saw it coming and pulled up to block him. So now Harvick's in the outside. That opens the inside lane for Greg Biffle and his peeps to work the inside. Biffle takes the Ford to the inside lane. He'll challenge Juan Pablo Montoya, drafting help from his fellow Ford driver, Carl Edwards, then Dale Earnhardt Jr. down low. Up top, it's Montoya, Clint Boyer, and Martin Truex. Dale Earnhardt Jr. continues to inch his way closer and closer to the front. He is fourth in line on the inside lane. That's Harvick, that's Biffle. Here comes Edwards, and now Dale Earnhardt Jr. is back in the fray at Daytona. The only problem is for Jr. right now is he's a little bit boxed in. He's got Martin Truex Jr. to his outside. He's got four good race cars right in front of him, but he is certainly coming to the front. They come back down to the line, head across to turn number one. The laps wind down. We've got 43 remaining to be run. And Joe Moore, I think if this were a Texas Hold'em game, about eight, what, 28 cars would be all in. That's oh, for sure. I'll tell you what, uh, it, it looks like the last few laps. Remember earlier today, Denny Hamlin was talking about uh, the fact that you've got to You've got to save everything for the final few laps. I think he said he had it stuck to his dashboard, 10 to go. Be up there, be a contender with 10 to go, then think about the race. These guys are acting like Mike Bagley. It's only two to go right now. Yeah, exactly, Joe. It's almost like they're coming to the white flag. And speaking of Denny Hamlin, he's in the mix. He's fourth in line in the outside lane. To his inside is Dale Earnhardt Jr. Up front, Kevin Harvick. He's the one that's holding the aces at the moment. But Biffle and Montoya in hot pursuit. They come back down to the line. Let's give you a rundown. I hate to do that, but you certainly want, we're not talking about well, maybe where your favorite driver is because up at the front of the field, the front five and six are racing so hard. Kevin Harvick's a leader. Juan Pablo Montoya second. Clint Boyer's third. Greg Biffle fourth. And Martin Truex Jr. fifth. Carl Edwards back up to sixth. Denny Hamlin seventh. He's gaining ground. Dale Earnhardt Jr. is back in the mix. He's eighth. Kyle Busch is ninth. And Jamie McMurray, he is tenth. Jimmy Johnson up to 11th. 12th is Brian Vickers. 13th, Casey Kane. And 14th, David Reagan. David Rudiman 15th with Jeff Burton in 16th. Jeff Gordon 17th. Matt Kenseth runs 18th. 19th, uh, actually 18th is Mark Martin, then 19th Matt Kenseth, and 20th is Kurt Busch. Joey Logano was 21st last time by. 22nd belonged to Scott Speed. 23rd was Paul Menard. Robbie Gordon, 24th. 25th was Ryan Newman. Bobby Labonte was 26th. Rest of the top 30, Bill Elliott, 27th. Elliott Sadler, 28th. Travis Quapple, 29th. And 30th was Tony Stewart. Service Master Clean Caution is being displayed once again here at lap 159. Apparently NASCAR uh, calling the caution, possibly debris on the track. Haven't heard the exact reason for it as of yet, but the cars will slow down as we uh, close in on the final laps of the Daytona 500. Green 
wings in the air once again. Scott Speed gets a little push from behind. Clint Boyer and Jeff Gordon help him to power on by Greg Biffle. So Speed leads the pack two by two as they climb the banking of turn one. Scott Speed at the head of the class, but maybe maybe not for long because Greg Biffle has got a freight train behind him in that outside lane. Let's see if they can make it work. Biffle, Carl Edwards, David Reagan, and Martin Truex Jr. trying to charge the high lane. Scott Speed just trying to block every advance he can right now. Minimal drafting is helped down low for him, but he'll stay down to the inside of the racetrack. Outside line, here it comes, and it's led by Greg Biffle. Hey, he holds the Fords are working at top side. That's Greg Biffle, Carl Edwards, David Reagan, three Fords trying to team up on Scott Speed. Scott, though, holding his own down low. They are wheel to wheel for the race lead. They roll off turn number four, door to door, heading back down to the line. They wind down 31 laps to go. Again, they are still chasing Greg Biffle, who grabbed the lead a moment ago. Carl Edwards, David Reagan. Speed has fallen back to fourth, and Martin Truex Jr.'s fifth. They're back in turn one. Outside line beginning to roll now as Scott Speed fades down low. He is back to the fourth spot, may lose fifth to Truex. Now the cross. Crossover move. Carl Edwards jumps to the bottom. Biffle goes low to block. Greg Biffle throws the block to the back straight away. So far, so good for Biffle. Out in front all by himself. Carl Edwards, though, darting inside and darting outside. It's all Roush Fenway up front. Biffle, Edwards, and Reagan. And Greg Biffle now is going to slide down across the banking right in front of Carl Edwards. Carl looking high, looking low, but Greg Biffle not giving him any room to race. The battle's going to be for second. Here they come racing back into the trioval with the man up front, Greg Biffle right behind him, his teammate Carl Edwards. It is Scott Speed on the inside, and another Roush Fenway teammate, David Reagan, pulling up to his outside for third. Give Scott Speed some credit. He has not faded as quickly as you might have expected. As a matter of fact, he's giving Martin Truex one heck of a battle for fourth place. Now he's going to dig down low and go after David Reagan for third. Scott Speed's got some drafting help lined up behind him. Clint Boyer is there. Also, Jeff Gordon is there. Juan Pablo Montoya in the inside line, and they're three wide mid pack, three maybe four rows deep. Kyle Busch to the inside of Denny Hamlin to the inside of Travis Quapple. Denny Hamlin is right there. Mark Martin, this is a battle that's three wide further back. Three rows involved. Casey Kane is in that mix as well, but it's Biffle out front by himself. You don't want to be running three wide at this stage of the race, particularly for what's at stake, which is a win of the Daytona 500. Biffle holds him off here at the line. Goes back into turn number one. Carl Edwards still tightly drafted on him. So is David Reagan, Scott Speed and Martin Truex Jr. Speed will not go away. He continues to scratch and claw at that inside line. Further back around 10th position, Denny Hamlin high, wide, handsome, three wide around the outside of Kurt Busch. Kurt Busch was the man in the middle. Kyle Busch all the way down to the inside of the racetrack. Now it funnels back to double wide formation up front. Two car breakaway. Greg Biffle, Carl Edwards, David Reagan now will sweep around and grab third. The battle is going to be for the four spot between Scott Speed, Martin Truex Jr. Behind them, its teammates Clint Boyer and Kevin Harvick. That inside line unwilling to give it up. But they're still fighting down to the inside of the racetrack, trying to chase down these three Fords that are out front. First car in that line is Scott Speed. He and Clint Boyer, along with Jeff Gordon, trying to get it rolling on the inside. They can get up about as far as third place, but no further, at least so far. But here comes Speed again, drafting help from Boyer. 
Gordon, Montoya, Kyle Busch, Jamie McMurray all lined up. Here comes Speed all the way to second place. Now to tip your cap to Scott Speed. He is hanging tough in the inside line, and slowly but surely, he's starting to get some more help down there. Right behind him, Clint Boyer, Jeff Gordon, Montoya, and three others lined up to help propel Speed back to the front. To the outside of Scott Speed is David Reagan. Maybe not anymore because here comes Scott once again. He pulls even with Carl Edwards. He pulls even with Greg Biffle as they exit off turn four. Scott Speed, he and his crew took a gamble and is paying off for him right now. At least they can finish maybe in the top ten or who knows, they might even win this thing. He held his own that lap around. He is in third place going off into turn one. And he's looking for more as he continues to bang away at that low line trying to move to the inside of the Carl Edwards machine. He will do so. All the Fords stay upstairs. Scott Speed leads the downstairs line. Further back, Juan Pablo Montoya just got shuffled into the middle three wide. He will find a place in line about maybe sixth or seventh back on the inside lane. Up front again, it's all Greg Biffle. Look out, here comes Scott Speed rumbling down to the inside of the racetrack. Chipping away at it, and he gets by Carl Edwards. Now he pulls even with Greg Biffle, that inside line. He stayed there, he made it work, and he will lead by a quarter panel off turn four. Speed has a great run coming off turn number four. He's even with Greg Biffle for the race lead, but Biffle eases out in front of him with drafting help from Carl Edwards. They have the advantage now. Scott Speed trying to write a new page in the record book of Daytona 500 upsets. Long way to go yet, but he is a player right now. He's on the bottom. He's challenging Greg Biffle for the lead. He's got it by half a car length off, too. Further back, Kevin Harvick's now in the middle. Everybody fighting, scratching and clawing for every bit of real estate they can get. Harvick's got no drafting help in the middle. To his inside come Kyle Busch and McMurray. Topside, Vickers and others as they all stack it up. Jimmy Johnson's going to work by Kevin Harvick as he continues to free fall. Meanwhile, at the front of the field, it's wheel-to-wheel at Daytona. Speed, Biffle up to four. Fans are getting their nickels worth here in these final laps at Daytona. Back down to the line they come. Again, door-to-door. Scott Speed not backing off. I'm sure he feels like right now as he works his way back into turns one and two, Dave Moody, that He's showing enough strength that maybe somebody will want to hang on his bumper and help him draft to the front. Well, I'll tell you what, if Clint Boyer, Jeff Gordon, and company go anywhere else right now, they're crazy. They've pushed Scott Speed to the lead. He leads by three car lengths. Team Red Bull large and in charge of the Daytona 500 right now. It's all Scott Speed up front, and they are on the move behind them, snaking in and out three wide, two wide, and they continue to go at it from second on back. And now a car in the middle is David Reagan, and he's going to start to free fall. Jamie McMurray to his inside. Martin Truex Jr. to his outside as they rumble off turn four close quarters for Martin Truex Jr. Denny Hamlin has picked up several spots the last few laps. He's been using the extreme high line to accomplish that. And right now, he and Martin Truex have it moving forward as they go to turn one. They've tag-teamed their way to the high, wide lane as right now they're going to be three wide back around the seventh or eighth position. David Reagan caught in the middle, but now there's help on the way. Kyle Busch is there. Casey Kane is there. Three wide, five rows deep. And they continue to stack it up that way from fifth position on back. First man out of line, three wide to the inside, Jamie McMurray. Hung in the middle, David Reagan. Kurt Busch topside, and they are still three wide behind them. But this time, David Reagan's not falling back. In fact, he's hanging right there, working to the inside of Denny Hamlin, to the outside of Jamie McMurray. Still five rows deep of three wide racing. Still wild racing at the front of the field. Scott Speed right now still looking very strong. Clint Boyer giving him a little boost as they work their way back down toward the turn. 
I think this is amazing. I'll, I'll bet you on pit road, Dave Moody, there's a half a dozen teams down there that are shell-shocked that Scott's been able to do what he's accomplished thus far. Yeah, I guarantee there are, Barney. He has really written himself a ticket here tonight. Here's Scott Speed to the bottom, still side-by-side side for the lead. Toyota and Ford locked together for the top spot. Scott Speed in the Toyota down low. Greg Biffle in the Ford, top side behind Speed. Clint Boyer and Jeff Gordon, top side behind Biffle. Edwards and Martin Truex Jr. Then you've got Jeff Gordon, Denny Hamlin right there. They're working side by side. Kurt Busch trying to get his way back up towards the front. He'll follow Denny Hamlin this time by. I haven't mentioned Jeff Gordon in a while. He is still in the mix right up front in the fifth position. He's working the inside lane right behind the Clint Boyer car. They're the ones, a matter of fact, Dave, that are pushing Scott Speed. They absolutely are, Joe. Scott Speed, you know, obviously has never been in a position like this before in NASCAR racing. Usually when the chips are down, you go with the experienced hand, but right now they're going with the fast hand, and that's Scott Speed. Scott Speed's looking very experienced right now, working the draft quite well. Matter of fact, he was on the bottom for the last handful of laps. Now he has changed lanes and gotten up in line in front of Greg Biffle. Biffle's looking high. Biffle's trying to get the run in three. Top four had been single file. Scott Speed dove to the bottom. Greg Biffle climbs the banking, going after Scott Speed. This time, Scott with very little drafting help as he works off four. How in the world they can make it work? The so close running right here with some, what, 21 laps remaining to be run, chasing Scott Speed. Greg Biffle stays right behind him. Carl Edwards, then Clint Boyer and Martin Truex Jr. They go back to turn two. For the first time in a while since the restart, Scott Speed has got the choice of lanes. He's going to go right back to the bottom, the lane that got him to the lead in the first place. Biffle is second. Down low, Clint Boyer hunting for third. Now Speed will sling that Toyota to the high lane off the banking of turn number two. Again, blocking the advance of Greg Biffle. First side-by-side -side battles for fourth. Here's Boyer to the inside of Truex, and they both have the field stacked up behind them. Jeff Gordon is behind them. Denny Hamlin is there. Kurt Busch, Jamie McMurray, Jimmy Johnson, Brian Vickers, everybody trying to run down Scott Speed. He's got a five-car length lead as he works back to the stripe. Riding along by himself, Scott Speed getting about two, maybe three car lengths in front of Greg Biffle this time. Biffle now breaks out of line. Here comes the car of Carl Edwards as well, helping to push Biffle back up to turn one. Well, you may have questioned the call of crew chief Jimmy Ellis to leave Scott Speed on the racetrack, but those questions now have been answered. He's got the lead. Boyer now to the inside for second. Biffle third, then Jeff Gordon. One driver that's working the draft quite well, and he is slowly and methodically working his way to the front. Denny Hamlin. He will slip three wide right in the middle, then slide up back in line. He is third in line the outside lane off the end of the back straightaway. Right now he is following Carl Edwards and he sits right in front of Martin Truex Jr. Denny Hamlin. Now he starts to peek to the inside of Carl Edwards. No room there. He'll snap it back in line. Can't afford to make any kind of a mistake and right now they work their way back down to the line head off into turn number one and a good example of making a mistake just a slight one would be Kevin Harvick, Dave Moody. A moment ago, he was up there battling for the lead, got out of position just a little bit, and has now fallen all the way back to 11th. Yeah, he got shuffled into that third row, Barney, and it hasn't worked out well for him. He's trying to scramble his way back to the front, but he's pinned about eighth in line on the inside row. At least he's down low in case he wants to jump out of line and start a three-wide move. It's available for him. Matter of fact, looking down low is Jamie McMurray. Wants to put a pass on Jeff Gordon. Gordon leads the inside line, and they've got a ton of drafting help down low. Jim, uh, Jimmy 
Johnson is right there. Behind him, Juan Pablo Montoya. Then comes Kevin Harvick. Kevin wants to go to the front, but there is just no room to move back there. There's Jeff Gordon pulling to the inside. Knows he's got some drafting help. He may make a challenge for the third spot. Indeed, he goes after Greg Biffle, who has the third position. Drafting help from behind by Jamie McMurray. Jeff Gordon trying to use the short way around, hugging the yellow line down at the bottom of the racetrack, but they are two abreast in front of him for now. It's Boyer on the inside. Biffle on the outside, still trailing the upset express of Scott Speed. Scott Speed inside, outside. He'll start down low. He'll go topside for now. He will be content to split the difference of the back straightaway. Right down the middle goes Speed, and they are wheel to wheel for second. Boyer to the inside of Biffle. And behind them and his teammates, check that, is Jeff Gordon and Carl Edwards. Behind them, Jamie McMurray, Denny Hamlin out front. Car length advantage, that's Scott Speed. The battle continues to be from second on back. Dave Moody, I think that hour's rest the drivers got outside the cars has really put them all in a mood to really get up there and get with it. Well, they're getting at it right now, Barney. As a matter of fact, the challenge is on for the lead as they head for three. Greg Biffle climbs the banking off of two, gets the run on Scott Speed, and no drafting help at the end for Scott Speed. He is back to second. He is back to third, but here comes Gordon and McMurray to help him. They're going to try to draft Scott Speed back to the front. That's how he got there. That's how he stayed there, and he's going to hope that it will work again. Biffle leads, and then it's Scott Speed trying to rally back. See if Greg can hold on to the top spot now as he pulls out in front of Scott Speed. Behind him, the car Clint Boyer, also Carl Edwards and Denny Hamlin. We've been talking about the moves that Denny has made. Seems to be setting himself up just when it's important. Hamlin's able to put that car anywhere he wants it, and most of the time where he wants it is snuggled up tight against that safer barrier. He's side-by-side side with Jeff Gordon, hugging the outside lane for fifth place. And now the inside line loses steam. Scott Speed is starting to go bye-bye, although Jeff Gordon is trying to get to him. Here comes Gordon. He'll stack in three wide and put Speed in the middle. Jimmy it's Johnson is off the pace on the back straightaway. Problem for the low Chevrolet. He's fallen all the way to the back of the pack. Alex Hayden? Yeah, they think they have got a tire going down just before the start-finish line, the last lap. The car wiggled, and the car, uh, Jimmy did a great job saving the race car. Team is up on the wall. They think they got a flat tire. But a tough day for that team all day yes, today, Barney. The uh, four-time series champion with problems late in the running of the Daytona 500. Meanwhile, up front, Greg Biffle leads back over into turn number one. We're down to 15 laps to go. Jimmy Johnson, who had been having a pretty good Daytona 500 run just on pit road. Let's go down there. Hey, he changed four tires. All the tires look like they were up. He put the car in first gear to pull away. It looks like they've got either a broken axle or a broken rear end gear. Something definitely wrong with the back end of the Lowe's Home Improvement Chevrolet. He pulled out of his pit box, tried to go. It com uh, completely locked up on him. He had to throw it in reverse and limp it back into the box. And the team now working underneath the back end of Jimmy Johnson's car. Scratch Jimmy Johnson off as a potential Daytona 500 winner. Clint Boyer is at the front of the field. Greg Biffle second. Carl Edwards third. Denny Hamlin fourth. And Kurt Busch fifth. This will be a Daytona 500 that they talk about for a long, long time. And we're uh, just 11 laps more before the checkered flag will fall. Clint Boyer and Greg Biffle locked up at the front of the field, opening a little daylight on the rest of them, except Kurt Busch. He's closing fast. Kurt Busch is the man on the move right now, Barney. Two laps ago, he was 11th. Now he is third. He is on the move, closing in on the lead pair off two. And another driver on the move is Kevin Harvick. Came rocketing out of a pack of traffic last lap by. He is up to the number five position. 
Matter of fact, the front eight, all nose to tail. First man out of line, Carl Evers to the inside. Minimal drafting help. He's alongside Jeff Burton for about 12. So up front, it is Clint Boyer. He's got a half a car length on Greg Biffle. Then you get back to Kurt Busch, Denny Hamlin, Kevin Harvick. That's your top five. They're trying to snake away. Up front, a Chevy, a Ford, a Dodge, and a Toyota. Any question about parity now? That's the front four as they head up into turn number one. We are down now to 10 laps to go in the Daytona 500. Clint Boyer shows the way. Boyer is the man in the catbird seat right now. Greg Biffle rides second. Kurt Busch is third. Denny Hamlin in fourth. Kevin Harvick, fifth spot. Martin Truex Jr. and Jamie McMurray, the lead draft. Leaders come to the back straightaway, and they are breaking away from the rest of the field. Juan Pablo Montoya now starting to lead that second pack. Jeff Gordon's behind him. Brian Vickers is there. Also Jeff Burton and Kyle Busch. Here comes Shrubby. He'll dive to the inside of three to make a move on Burton. Trying to pick up that position there as they work to the bottom side. In fact, the leader's also working to the bottom side. Clint Boyer is not going to give up that yellow line. This field is broken up a little bit. They were running too wide when they put them back under green a little bit earlier. Now we're seeing just pockets. Breakaway of three cars at the front of the field. The hardest racing is going on right now for fourth place. Martin Truex, Denny Hamlin, Jamie McMurray, and Kevin Harvick. The harder they race for fourth, the better the top three like it. Martin Truex has won that fourth place battle, and they're three wide now behind him. McMurray on the bottom, Harvick in the middle. Hamlin freewheels it on the outside. Harvick backs away, tucks in line behind Hamlin in the outside. Downstairs, you got Jamie McMurray, also Juan Pablo Montoya, a couple of Earnhardt Ganassi cars there as they try to take on Hamlin and try to get the fifth spot. Right behind Martin Truex Jr. That's where this battle is taking place. Denny Hamlin, Jamie McMurray, Kevin Harvick, Jeff Gordon, Juan Pablo Montoya. But they're going to have to sort it out single file if they're going to run down the trio. Denny Hamlin racing alongside Jamie McMurray. He'll pull to the outside lane, falling behind Martin Truex. Try to pick up the draft. It works. Here comes Kevin Harvick joining the bunch as well as they try to chase down the front three. And they're having some success in reeling in that lead trio right now. Denny Hamlin running all by himself to the extreme outside of the racetrack as they work off too. We'll check in really quick with Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy, not what we wanted to see, what happened to the car. Uh, something with the drive, either the axle or the locker broke in the rear end or something with the hub on the left side. We, we only have drive in the right rear tires, so uh, something broke coming through turns three and four, and uh, I just had the one-wheel driving. All right, that's Jimmy Johnson out of the Lowe's Home Improvement Chevrolet. A disappointing day, denied a victory in the Daytona 500. Jimmy Johnson is being posted back in 34th position as the laps wind down to just seven to go as they cross the start-finish line. Right now, a five-car breakaway at the front of the field, running single file back in sixth place. Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Jeff Gordon, and Jamie McMurray trying to get something going to run them down. The lead three is now a lead five. Truex is there. Harvick is there behind the lead trio. Denny Hamlin, Kyle Busch, Jeff Gordon, Jamie McMurray. They're coming fast on the back door as well. Kurt Busch sideways off turn number two and a wrecking in the back of the pack. Around is Ryan Newman. He will make contact with the outside wall. Elliott Sadler gets a piece of it as everybody takes to the grass to avoid the Ryan Newman car. And now it looks to be Travis Quapple that will also get collected. Indeed, he'll spin around and make contact with the outside wall midway down the super stretch. Service Master Clean Caution is out with only seven laps to go in the Daytona 500. 
Back to Mike Bagley. Well, Joe, everybody was trying to take every bit of real estate they could possibly get. And towards the back of that pack, Ryan Newman, one of those drivers that uh, drew the short stick, he pounded the outside wall a ton, spun that car around. Elliot Sadler got caught up in the aftermath. And also Travis Quapple, he spun that car down to the inside of the racetrack. Everybody has left the scene over here, with the exception of Ryan Newman that has a ton of damage to the U.S. Army Chevrolet. So Ryan Newman, Travis Quapel, Elliot Sadler, three cars involved in that uh, crash up there. But there are several drivers that did a heck of a piece of driving to get through that thing, Mike, and not collect maybe three or four more cars. Well, Barney, at one moment, the whole track was blocked and everybody went down to the inside. The first quarter of the super stretch is concrete, and then it turns to grass. A lot of drivers doing some agricultural racing here, trying to avoid those spinning race cars. Everybody through, with the exception of the three that we mentioned that triggered this accident. Let's go down to pit road. Uh, had a few pit stops. We're getting ready to go back to green in about three quarters of a lap. One of them was Kurt Busch. He was running in the uh, third position, came down, took four tires on that Dodge, returned to the racetrack. Same thing for Mark Martin and Elliott Sadler. After a good, strong run, he was involved in that incident to Alex. Uh, right side tires for Dale Earnhardt Jr. in the Amp Energy Chevrolet. Earnhardt was on the pit lane along with Bill Elliott here in the midsection. Down to the turn four end in Preston Root. It all boils down to this. was two tires. The right stop for Jeff Gordon in the DuPont Chevrolet. He came in, changed two tires only. The right side for Jeff Gordon. No fuel, no changes. Jeff Gordon down and away. Bill getting the indication they'll get the green. One more circuit around the racetrack. They're showing Clint Boyer as the leader. Greg Biffle second. Martin Truex third. Kevin Harvick has worked his way to fourth. Kevin has made a heck of a comeback. He went all the way back to about 15th or 16th position there when he got uh, caught in the middle a little bit earlier in the race. Denny Hamlin is fifth. Kurt Busch is sixth. Kyle, well, he's going to change because I think Kurt went on to pit road. Jamie McMurray, he was making a lot of noise there, Joey. He couldn't just get anybody to really jump on him and draft with him. But he's moved up in the field. And a couple of guys we talked about uh, during the break, uh, like Jeff Burton, he was almost out of the picture back there in the low 20s uh, in the running order. Suddenly he's up there in eighth, right behind Jamie McMurray. David Reagan was up there near the front early on today and, of course, fell back for a while. He's in the top ten, and so is David Rudiman. That's somebody we've not talked a whole lot about here this afternoon. Carl Edwards has struggled somewhat today. Now he's closing in on these final laps. He's up in the 12th position. And uh, quite a few characters up there. If this thing works out right, we'll have a chance of winning the Daytona of 500, but the issue is going to be running out of time because on that last restart, Barney, we had uh, what, 20-some laps to go. Now we have uh, three laps to go yeah. to wrap it up, so it's going to have to happen. It's going to have to happen fast out there. Yeah, everything's going to have to fall into place. Your drafting partner is going to have to work with you, and nothing can go wrong or you're going to drop back toward the tail end of the field. We have uh, four laps to go right now as they get ready to go down the back straightaway. Hard to pick a winner. If you'd give me my pick of any five drivers up there, I wouldn't have any idea who might go to victory lane. It's just so many drivers that are so good. The cars are so evenly matched up near the front of the field. You'd be insane, really, to pick any single one at this stage of the race from what we've seen here so far this afternoon. Anything could happen in this race. Clint Boyer has continually come to the front this afternoon. He and Kevin Harvick, they have great cars. Those Richard Childress machines are perfect here this weekend at Daytona. So either one of those certainly will be a threat. The Fords have been good. Greg Biffle, problem for Greg. He doesn't have any, any drafting help anywhere near him. The next closest Ford is David Reagan. He's back in the ninth position. So Greg's kind of up there all by himself. 
off. Martin Truex is behind him in the third spot. Uh, Denny Hamlin back in the fifth position. Kyle Busch is in the sixth spot. So, you know, there could be a couple of these guys linking up, maybe Kyle and Denny to work together to move towards the front. Now they've waved off the green flag. They're not going this time. And we'll again get the one-to-go signal. Debris found on the racetrack is the reason NASCAR is giving for not going back under the green flag. So that gives us even less time to settle it. Yeah. Now, Ryan Newman uh, got a ton of damage on his car in that incident over there going into turn number three a moment ago. Obviously, his car is being taken back to the garage area. Travis Quapel and Elliot Sadler got a little piece of that also. But uh, they will be able to continue, but they're going to be far back in the field when the green flag comes out. Elliot Sadler is going to be back there in 27th position, and Travis Quapel is going to restart in 31st. But who's going to go into victory lane here and win the Daytona 500? Greg Biffles. He's in shape to do it. Clint Boyer is. Mark Martin Truex Jr. is. Kevin Harvick. Kyle Busch and Denny Hamlin are the top six. Right now, let's check in down in the garage. Fresh out of the uh, infield care center, Ryan Newman. You almost made it, Ryan. What happened there at the end? I don't know if Elliot blew a tire or lost control or what, but I got hit in the right rear and shot me right straight in the wall. Luckily, it stayed right side up this time, but uh, unfortunate for the U.S. Army Chevrolet. We were just biding our time in the back and working our way up when a single fouled out. And Nah, I'm not sure what happened, but uh, I, was, I was the recipient. That's Ryan Newman. He looks to be okay, and he's had a rough... A love-hate relationship with restrictor plate races. Two years ago, won this one and has had trouble finishing uh, several of the last restrictor plate races. It's been crashing out for Ryan. So he joins uh, John Andretti, Max Pappas, Marcus Ambrose, Mike Bliss, and Joe Nemechek in the garage. Also Michael McDowell out of the event. They will not finish the Daytona 500. But on the track, the field works over into turn number three, and we should be getting the green flag this next time by. We're down now to 30 cars on the lead lap to fight it out to win the 52nd Daytona 500. How many lead changes have we had before they put them back under green? 49 lead changes. 49. That is not a record as of yet. 59 is the record set back in 1974. So you think we have uh, time for 10 more and two laps? <laughs> I believe anything the way things have gone here this afternoon at Daytona. Getting ready to go back to green with three laps to go. They roll out of turn number four. Caution car will be heading down onto pit road. And let's hope this thing stays under green to that checkered flag comes down. I'll tell you, it's going to be one heck of a finish. I don't know if I can stand it or not. <laughs> Hang on to something, Barney. Greg Biffle and Clint Boyer, they're the ones on the front row coming down to the line as the green waves again here at Daytona. Boyer gets a push from teammate Kevin Harvick. Boy, he came in handy, so Harvick leads the way, but Biffle tries to pull up again alongside in turn one. Lay down the money, put your cards on the table. Let's see who holds the winning hand at Daytona. Right now it's Clint Boyer away by a couple of car links. He'll leave the battle behind him for second. Biffle on the inside. Harvick on the outside as they exit two. Field in close proximity and in tight formation. Here's Clint Boyer. He'll start at the bottom, change lanes, go to the top, and here comes the inside lane. Now here's Greg Biffle to the lead with help from Martin Truex Jr. in three. Like he was shot out of a cannon. Greg Biffle goes to the front. The battle's going to be from Trouble up in turn number three. Bill Elliott's into Joey Logano. They get hooked together and slam into the safer barrier. Logano with nowhere to go. Elliott and he got hooked together off the end of the back straightaway. Bill Elliott now slides back down the banking of turn number four. Service master clean caution comes out. We will get a green-white checkered finish. So we'll try it again as we go back and check on that incident in turn three, Mike. It happened towards the back of the pack, Joe. 
very, very close quarters racing. Bill Elliott, Joey Logano got locked together. Elliott turned up the racetrack, and Logano just with nowhere to go, piled into the side of that Ford Fusion. They stayed that way through turn three at the entrance of turn number four. Elliott coasted back down the banking. Joey was able to leave the scene of the accident over here, but uh, Elliott has as well left the scene. But two cars involved in this incident at the end of the super stretch. You wouldn't have had to have been a fortune teller to see that one coming, would you? <laughs> or, or some event in the in the field, the way they've been racing. I'll tell you what, uh, I kind of expected to see that closer to the front of the field, the way they were fighting for position, knowing they were coming to the white flag. But instead, it was uh, a little deeper in the field where those guys were racing for like the 28th, 29th position. Now the one-to-go signal will be uh, shown to the field as they come back into the trioval. You see that already displayed from the flag stand, so we'll try again in a green-white checkered situation. Overtime for the Daytona 500. The difference this year, Barney, is that if they don't get it right and don't make it back to the white flag, we'll do it again. We'll do it a total of three times before they'll give up and finish the race under the caution flag. One of the many rule changes this year in NASCAR. Man, I am hoping that they can get that green flag back out there and run to the checker here at uh, Daytona tonight. Right now, they go back into turn number one. Again, Greg Biffle's your leader. Martin Truex is second. Clint Boyer third. Kevin Harvick fourth. And Denny Hamlin rides along there in fifth. Rest of the top ten. Jamie McMurray, he's had a good day regardless. If, as long as he can finish in the top ten, he still had a great day. Still got a shot to win this thing. Kyle Busch looking awfully strong. Carl Edwards. Carl kind of was not that much of a factor for the better part of the race, but once he has been able to get up inside the top ten, he's been able to pick off positions. Uh, pretty well and get himself up there a little bit closer to the front and maybe a chance to win this thing. David Reagan, who kind of needs uh, a, one of the breakout years that we talk about, he's been around long enough now that uh, he needs to step up to the plate, start finishing in the top five and top ten, and maybe winning a few races. He's in a pretty good shape right now. I couldn't pick a better one to win if he could do it. And Jeff Burton has worked up in the tenth position as they get ready to go back to green over in the backstretch right now, about half a lap away. Talked about uh, those guys in the top ten. As far as Richard Childress racing is concerned, if it wound up just like this, again, based on what last year was all about, all three of his cars were in the top ten because Jeff Burton there's your, is in the tenth position. Uh, a little further back, a couple of guys who have been strong throughout the course of the evening just aren't in right positioning right now unless really the waters part for them. Uh, Casey Kane, who led earlier tonight, Jeff Gordon had a few times at the front of the field, uh, Mark Martin, and, and uh, Dale Earnhardt Jr. Got to kind of be a little bit disappointed junior nation must be with what they've seen from junior all the changes they made within that team in the offseason hoping that uh, they would have a little better showing in the first race of the year but uh, again you never know what's going to happen so let's not predict anything as of yet there's still two laps of racing to go to solve this thing here they come off turn number four getting ready for the green flag a green white checker run the second time we've tried it here tonight with greg biffle and Martin Truex Jr. on the front row. Here they come into the trioval. The green is in the air. They are on the gas. Truex with a lot of drafting help from Kevin Harvick. Harvick right up on his rear end, just pushing him out in front of Greg Biffle. But here comes some drafting help for Biffle there on the inside. Outside lane gets the run, at least for now. Truex trying to slide down and block Kevin Harvick. He doesn't get it done. Harvick's got room downstairs. Kevin Harvick takes the Chevrolet to the bottom. Kevin Harvick takes it to the lead. They're banging in the back of the pack. Around goes Casey Kane. Around goes Bobby Labonte as they slide and crash down the back straightaway. Service Master Clean Caution comes out once again, so we will not make it this time. 
Dave Moody? Well, it was uh, it was jammed up pretty much from front to back, Joe. Kevin Harvick dove to the bottom and took the lead behind him. They were just stacking it up right and left. Casey Kane got turned. He's involved. Bobby Labonte took a wild spin down through the infield. Casey Kane's car badly damaged, unable to refire for the moment. A number of cars involved, at least three with what appears to be terminal damage. Well, you can see that one coming, too. Uh, there's no question about that. Right now, we are under the yellow flag yet another time here at Daytona. Kevin Harvick is the leader. Jamie McMurray is going to restart second. Carl Edwards third. Greg Biffle fourth. Jeff Burton fifth. Martin Truex Jr. sixth. Juan Pablo Montoya seventh. Clint Boyer is going to restart in eighth place. In ninth is going to be Denny Hamlin. And tenth will be Dale Earnhardt Jr. as we see the field coming off turn four. They'll follow the uh, Mustang pace car coming off turn four, headed back into the trioval and see if we can get this thing going. This will be the second attempt at the green-white checkered finish. Coming to the line, Kevin Harvick, Jamie McMurray side-by-side, side, anticipating the green. There it is. And the start, the good start goes to Kevin Harvick. Down on the inside, Carl Edwards pushing him. Also, Jeff Burton back there giving a little shove as they race side-by-side side and come up to speed in turn one. Harvick by almost a car length, but Jamie McMurray's not done yet. He's got Greg Biffle buried underneath the rear wing of that Chevrolet, but it's Kevin Harvick to the point. The battle now will be for second. Edwards to the inside on McMurray. Here comes McMurray. He's pacing the outside line. Kevin Harvick stacks the field up down low. McMurray's coming with a full head of steam, and here comes Carl Edwards up the middle. Jamie McMurray to the lead. Biffle to second, and here comes Tri X through for third. And Jamie McMurray is going to dive to the bottom of the racetrack. Greg Biffle goes with them. Behind them, they are three wide, about four rows deep. Coming to the white flag. McMurray is out front. They just need to get down and have the leader take the white flag, and it will be official as they cross the line. They're going to make it. Heading back off into turn number one. Look out. Here comes a scramble for the lead between Jamie McMurray and Greg Biffle is ahead for turn one. Biffle's got the bottom of the racetrack. He dives low underneath Jamie McMurray. He's got drafting help from Clint Boyer and Dale Earnhardt. Jr. McMurray drafting help from Martin Truex. Here they come. Banging fenders. Off two for the final time. Side by side for the lead and the win of the Daytona 500. Jamie McMurray in the outside line. He'll reach out front and grab the lead. Now they're they're banging off one another. Dale Earnhardt Jr. to second and looking for more in three. Dale Earnhardt Jr. has cleared all the traffic. He's got his sights set on just one car. They're crashing further back in the field. McMurray off turn four for the final time. Jamie McMurray sees Dale Earnhardt Jr. behind coming down to the line to decide the Daytona 500. McMurray will get it. His first time out with Earnhardt Ganassi racing. He will win the 52nd running of the Daytona 500. Dale Earnhardt Jr. gives him a draft assistance coming down to the line. Greg Biffle will have to settle for third. Clint Boyer got fourth. David Rudiman comes in fifth. Jamie McMurray has survived it all and has won the Daytona 500. Well, we'll be going down to Victory Lane here very shortly to hear from Jamie McMurray. I imagine right now he is pretty emotional down there. Oh, yeah. This is the big one. This is NASCAR's biggest prize, and he has won with a brand-new race team, the Daytona 500. Let's take a look at the full field rundown while we're waiting to talk to Jamie. He gets the win. Dale Hart Jr. finishes second. It's Greg Biffle third. Clint Boyer fourth, and David Rudum in fifth. Martin Truex comes in in sixth tonight. Seventh, Kevin Harvick. Eighth, Matt Kenseth. Ninth, Carl Edwards. And tenth, Juan Pablo Montoya. And now I think, uh, no, he's not quite ready yet. Let's run along with the rundown. Jeff Burton will finish 11th. Mark Martin runs 12th. Paul Menard 13th. Kyle Busch 14th. And Brian Vickers 15th. 
Finishing in 16th is David Reagan, Denny Hamlin 17th, Michael Waltrip 18th, Scott Speed 19th, and Joey Logano is 20th. 21st is Bobby Labonte, Tony Stewart 22nd, Kurt Busch 23rd, Elliot Sadler 24th, and Boris Said 25th. Jeff Gordon winds up 26th, Bill Elliott 27th, Robbie Gordon 28th, Travis Quapple 29th, and Casey Kane comes in 30th. Robert Richardson finished 31st, A.J. Allmendinger 32nd, Michael McDowell 33rd, Ryan Newman gets 34th, and Jimmy Johnson finishes 35th. Brad Keselowski goes 36th, Sam Hornish Jr. ran 37th, John Andretti 38th, Regan Smith 39th, Max Pappas gets 40th, Marcus Ambrose 41st, Mike Bliss 42nd, and Joe Nemechek 43rd. Now let's go to Gatorade Victory Lane and hear from the winner of the Daytona 500, Jamie uh, McMurray. Jamie McMurray, high fives all the way around. You're right. He is very emotional. He's got a, He's stepping up. To, he's getting a hug from his father, from Chip Ganaski. There is absolute enthusiasm down here. It's incredible. Jamie McMurray, you had a moment to sit in the car. You are now a Daytona 500 winner. What does that sound like? It's, uh, it's, it's really unbelievable. It's like the biggest weasel because I'm sitting here crying, but this is, uh, this is every kid's dream to, to be able to win the Daytona 500. So it's very special and, and uh, got a great team here. And certainly uh, Johnny Morris from Bass Pro Shops and Chip and Felix, they all took a chance on me. <clears throat> you know, I was out of a job last year. And I think for those guys to give me this opportunity, it just uh, it means a lot. And, and what a better way to pay them back. Tell us about that run for the win, that last lap. Well, you, I mean, you got to be lucky. You know, you got to get in the right line. And I was very fortunate that uh, that Greg Biffle and I are really good friends. We've been, you know, I spent all those years at Roush, and 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 Greg just gave me an unbelievable push down the backstretch, and it got me out front. And honestly, I thought the 88 was going to get back by me. I didn't know what was going to happen. And once we crossed the start finish line, I got in the lead. As bad as it sounds, I was like wreck, wreck, because this is our last chance, you know. So um, I was worried about fuel, but it, uh, you know what? I, I don't really remember a lot of it right now. I'm so uh, I'm so overwhelmed that I just on the Daytona 500. I, I don't even know what to say. Uh, let's get over here and get a comment from the owner, Chip Ganassi. What does it feel like, Daytona 500 win? You've won up at Indy, now to win here at Daytona. I'll tell you, Winston, I want to thank all the fans for hanging in there all night with us. I want to thank Jamie. I want to thank Johnny Morris and Bass Pro Shops, my partner Felix, my partner Teresa, all the, all the guys on all the Target team, the Bass Pro Shop team, everybody. I'll tell you, it's, it's a fabulous night. Jamie McMurray, his fourth NASCAR Sprint Cup Series win and his first Daytona 500. Our congratulations to Jamie McMurray as the celebration continues in Gatorade Victory Lane. Gatorade, the official sports beverage of the Daytona International Speedway. Now let's take a moment and select the Mobile One Extreme Move of the Race, brought to you by Mobile One. Barney? No question in my mind, Jamie McMurray coming off turn number four up there and holding off Dale Earnhardt Jr. You can't get it any more exciting than that we talked uh, several times tonight about who might be likely contenders to win i don't think we ever mentioned jamie mcmurray but he was there made the right move and it powered him onto the victory the win in the daytona 500 so that's the mobile one extreme move of the race brought to you by mobile one the world's leading synthetic motor oil put some nascar in your car with the one Mobile One. I didn't quite make a record of lead changes tonight. That record was 59. We only got to 52. Well, that means it was a very exciting race here today. We saw nine caution flags, and unfortunately, we're under the red flag for 
total of two hours and 25 minutes that ate up a lot of this day of racing. It's been a long Speed Weeks 2010, but it's been fantastic. We've seen some great racing. And we've seen some first-time winners. That's made it good. The season moves on next week as we go to Auto Club Speedway. Hope you'll join us there for our coverage of all the activities there. Thanks to all the voices you heard on our broadcast throughout all the Speed Weeks. Dave Moody, Mike Bagley, and Jeff Striegel braving the cold out in the corners to call the action from around the track on pit road. Winston Kelly, Alex Hayden, Preston Root, Brian Nelson, and Steve Post before he had to leave to deal with a family, a medical situation. And again, our thoughts and prayers with Steve Post and his family. Now for Barney Hall, I'm Joe Moore. Jamie McMurray has won the big one. He has taken the 52nd running of the Daytona 500. Motor Racing Network Classics is a production of the Motor Racing Network with studios in Concord, North Carolina. Remember to visit MRN.com for all the latest news and information. Any use of the accounts or descriptions contained in this broadcast must be with the express written permission of NASCAR and the Motor Racing Network.